Coming to you from Studio 507, you are now listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for all things NHL. Join the crew as they cover the biggest highlights and stories from around the league. Now, it's time to drop the puck with your host, Evan Johnson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 85 of the Fanville Hockey Podcast. We are officially on the countdown to episode 100. We are 15 episodes away. We're welcoming back to the desk... Drew, you just you here. just can't get that triple digit out of your head, can you? No, it's it's an accomplishment, right? We're on the way there. Actually, okay. last week when you weren't here, we actually kept up your tradition. Aww. We did, we did. So you guys do miss me? We did, had to do math. No, we didn't <laughs> say that. Oh, okay, whatever. So again, welcome by Drew, Evan, who's always here. Unfortunately, myself, I am returning, and officially, we have a new guest at the table. It's not Cody. It's not Logan. <laughs> I'm not sure "new's" the right word either. <laughs> Cody's well, true. <laughs> right. Our special guest today. He was on the podcast before. It was actually season two, episode thirty-six. He is our second reoccurring guest on this podcast. Please welcome back, Sam Schaefer. Sam, how have you been doing, buddy? Uh, doing well. Um, yeah, just kind of getting further past. You know everything that we talked about in the first episode. And just really kind of getting to dive into life got to a point where I've actually get to I got to quit my day job um, to start kind of diving more into serving the amputee and adaptive community with everything that I've been doing there and really just been leaning into saying yes to things and had some pretty wild experiences that I never really thought were going to happen if we were to take the story back four or five years from now. Jeez. Before we uh, recorded here, we were talking about things we done in the last episode, like the video that we posted afterwards that blew up. Uh, I like some of your comments about, well, com- your comments about the comments about right. uh, some kids <laughs> and stuff like that. Have you ran into anyone like out in public? And because I get it all the time because it was our Instagram post, but they ask about you all the time. Um, no, I, I also just I haven't gotten to be up there that much. You know, um, I've not gotten this. You know, with all the other cool stuff that's been going on, I've not gotten to spend time getting back up there to East Alton um, or any of the other ice rinks that I was kind of getting into at the time. So, no, I haven't really gotten, like, stopped or anything like that. That being said, as a result of that, I've got way more Canadian followers than I had before. Uh, once that thing kind of took off, all I had this, like, influx of followers, and so I kind of, like, you know, just kind of clicked to see what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Canadian high schooler, Canadian high schooler, American high schooler, <laughs> Canadian... 90 percent of the okay, market. okay. this is an interesting yeah. demographic yeah. i now for some reason yeah. have access to and i don't know what to make of it he's like damn my stats are messed up right, <laughs> <laughs> right? he's like we're really shooting for the midwest vibe but now i guess we're alberta <laughs> alberta <laughs> manitoba what are we doing yeah midwest canada yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing alberta the mm-hmm. no so you uh you've kind of looked at I don't know how to word that the social media side of what you do now you mentioned you you know step back from your day job and are doing more of the social media stuff the YouTube you're all over uh, Instagram you post a million stories a day on <laughs> on everything <laughs> polls voting Q&A's uh, how did these pages he following yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you kind of get into that and I guess how is that going for you and wh- what do you kind of see the future looking like in like a, a five-year ten-year plan 
Um, I got into social media literally was, so I was coaching. Well, I'm still coaching, but I, I was coaching CrossFit. And I kind of just saw simply an opportunity to A, or A, I just kind of realized, I was like, this isn't going away. This is relevant that I understand how to use it. Whether or not I like it doesn't really matter. But I need to understand how to use it if I'm going to, if I'm going to continue moving forward in, in coaching. Um, it's not, you know, in 2023, it's not just can you coach? It's can you communicate this to more people? You know, there's these like auxiliary skills that you have to have to set off that primary skill or to set that on fire. Um, so like it really just kind of started off as I use it as like a, a live business card. I would post like my training and that would reflect what I was coaching. So it really became like proof is in the pudding combination of a, it was legitimacy. Like what I'm teaching you is what I'm doing. You can see it right here. Um, you know, I, I'm walking the walk, I promise. And then, um, and it was also just, like you said, it was kind of that a way for me to communicate with athletes and maybe possibly find other athletes that were looking for it. And what it kind of started to happen is as the pain, as my pain condition got worse, this is pre-amputation, um, as the pain condition got worse, it kind of became like an opportunity for an outlet to kind of explain a little bit about what was going on with me because it's a condition that's not very well known. Um, for most people, when I talk to them about complex regional pain syndrome, it's the first time they've heard of it. But the reality is there's a lot of other people out there suffering from it. So it became like kind of that opportunity, but like because of all the pain and all those complications, I was really struggling to communicate anything. But it was I was still trying. And then once it got to the point of the amputation... I was able to tell this. I had a story that I was like, I, I want to tell this, even if it just, even if it's only for me. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's been going on you know, with how hard everything had been, and so it became like an opportunity to start sharing my story. And as things as the as the ball kept rolling down after the surgery, things just kind of started to catch. You know, um, I, I I'm authentic. I'm very authentic with what I'm doing. I don't post TikTok dances. Um, I don't post like I'm not posting memes. You could, though. I, I absolutely <laughs> Trevor can. would definitely be. Interested I, I in absolutely TikTok can. Answers. No, no, and, and I know that I my Instagram and my social media could be way bigger than it is if I wanted to like limp into the amputee angle a lot harder, play the play the victim, or constantly just be making oh man, gas costs an arm and a leg jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like right, <laughs> you sit there and you're like, man, that's not even a good joke, but I know I'd can laugh and I would definitely yeah, click exactly. and follow. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so I, I know that I could do that, but that just wasn't me. And so what I've gotten to start doing is, so I started to take the angle of, I'm going to share what I've learned. I'm going to share what I'm doing, how I'm doing it and set and to try to set in motion the creation of a better blueprint on how to live with chronic pain and or disability, particularly an amputee, an amputation. So people can get off to better starts. When people get off to better starts, they do bigger things. I know that I'm not a genetic freak. Since our episode, I have set five world records. Uh, I have five world records in the Scottish Highland Games. I'm not a great, th I'm not an amazing, outstanding thrower. But there is somebody missing a limb that we, is. We getting attacked. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but we're living in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> So like, but I know that that, that freak athlete is actually out there so I can show him how to get it done. Like I, I, I can show, Hey, and then, you know, like, why is Connor Bedard so good? Because Patrick Kane, 
Right. Like that started becoming normal. And then like people started seeing these things. They started working on these things at a much younger age. And now we're at the point that people can pick up the puck and throw it in the net in the middle of an NHL game Mm -hmm. and not get crushed. What you called. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? He came in here bragging. The first thing he said, didn't even say hi. He just came in here bragging. I called it. I called it. (laughs) No, I was, no, I I thought that was hilarious, but that happened. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's little things like that. Like I can, I can inspire that change, you know? So like that's kind of really the route that my Instagram and social media has gone in the messaging there is like it's an opportunity to share. It's an opportunity to tell a story. It has been an opportunity to support the community that is very under-supported and underserved, and not like maliciously. It's just there's only so many people out there missing a limb that have that perspective but also have all the information that I have about movement and health and wellness. So it seems like you're kind of taking more of like the the coaching approach, but not being physically there. Like with like there are people that you probably see on a day to day or week to week basis where, you know, you're talking, you're bouncing ideas off each other. But then there's also the social media side of it where, you know, you're getting like comments, DMs, stuff like that. How is it different, you know, face to face versus online? Because, like, you know, some videos, as you know, being, you know, social media, some videos do really well. And mm-hmm. then some get, like, two views. And one of them's, like, your mom. It's like, oh, well, you know. You're right. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a great fucking video. Yeah. And it, that went nowhere. That fell on its face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the face-to-face thing and, like, the in-person, obviously, it gets more authentic and more real. But for better or for worse, people are more willing to ask for help in the DM they're more willing to do that than to do it like this. Mm-hmm. So like I said, whether or not I, whether I like it or not, doesn't matter. It's become an opportunity though, to support people. Like I, I, I've learned to make a point to check my message request folder. I go in waves where I'll, I'll spend, I'll get a month and every single week I'll get someone ask me if I, about um, that they're considering amputation and they want to talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. The crown's heavy. But like, I didn't have anyone to get to get help from in that. Mm-hmm. What? How much better would it have been though if I could have? And I and I did get some help in certain things, and I know how valuable that was. Now, what happens when I can actually relate to what they're going through? And now they, because when you do this, I got told I was crazy, I got told I was wrong, I got told I would fail by doctors, by surgeons, that were basically just too big of cowards to actually go for it. They were, they were, they weren't confident in their own abilities and understanding and they, they pawned it off on me and this happens to people a lot. So I can, if I can be there and be like, no, dude, you, this is absolutely an option. This, this can be a solution. Like, here's what I did. Here's, and I, and I don't ever give anyone the answer because I can't. That's up to them. I, I ask them the right questions to ask themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're interested in doing this, are you willing to do this work? If you're willing to do this, this is what it's like. This is going to be a reality. You good with that? You need to sit with that. You need to, like, I recommend X, Y, and Z. And, like, but I, I never, like, answer that question, but I can help people understand how to figure it out. Do you think if you mentioned, you know, like, people come to you for advice on a multiple, you know, you know, ideas and topics. Do you think if maybe you had that at a younger age, your life would be like altering different, like you like a total different path? Or do you think you still oh, would have kind of I mean, found 
it's it's hard to say. Uh, it's impossible to say. Um, everybody loves the idea, like, man, I wish I would have known this sooner. Mm-hmm. But for all, but the reality is, you probably weren't ready for it. That's you true. probably weren't ready for it at that time. I like that answer because, like, um, the stuff that I do too is just like everyone like. I had to quit hockey because, like, I had really bad knee surgery and all that stuff. And, like, some people ask me, like, if you knew how, like, your body works and everything now, like, the amount of work you put yourself through on a daily basis, would you change? That's like, no. Because it's like... Why do you think I was so driven to figure it out? Exactly. And it's just like, all those things you've done in the past, that you've done where before you are now, it's like those steps had to happen so you get to where you're at now. Because you're not you if you don't take those steps. Exactly. It's like... I like that because like there is no regrets to it. No, I, like, I am. For the first time in my life, I feel like I'm the person that the ten year old version of me knew I could be. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know that that included losing a limb. But like, I, I again, I'm I'm not like a big big guy, but you know, I'm, I'm if if I walk around Walmart, I'm probably the probably one of the more cap- physically capable people walking around Walmart. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with you. Right? I would see be like, yeah, no. Everyone's like, eh, I, I mean, fuck, I got a fight in February, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally have a kickboxing match in, uh, scheduled for February yeah. in Indiana, man. So, like, but, like. Like, what about Target, though? Target? <laughs> Target's oh, a little different than Target's Walmart. a different audience. I got, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a different red card, dog. I feel, like, I feel like Walmart was a real low blow. <laughs> That's just the example I give to my athletes when they're feeling like, oh, man, I'm not fit. I was like, go to Walmart and tell me you're one of the, tell me you're not one of the more. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, understand. Every understand. Time like, don't there, compare yourself to the people you always train with. Yeah. Every time I'm at Walmart, I know I'm like the top 10 nicest looking people in there. It just has to be. <laughs> but like... Uh, <laughs> But like, I mean, I was going into high school. I was four eleven, ninety five pounds. I was a tiny kid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to grow up like this. But like, the reality is, is through everything, in the end, I did. Fi- I am finding the person that like I believed that I could be. That ten year old idealistic ver- se- like version of yourself, mm-hmm. and like all. Of, I'm sure that I'm sure you've seen yourself in Blues jersey before. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen myself in a USA soccer jersey, you know, all the you know, all these sorts of things. Obviously that's not happening. Mm. Yeah, we're yeah, we're yet, that, yeah. Yet, you know, there there is amputee soccer that I've gotten asked to asked mm-hmm. to play. Um man, that would I'll tell you what, if episode if that happens before episode three of this series, <laughs> be wild. Yes. I'll bring you that jersey. We'll hang that one on the wall. <laughs> we got room over here, we got sign stuff. You over have here. no room. <laughs> we'll make None. room. We'll make room. But like yeah, yeah, yeah true. I'm moving to a I, the only reason we're moving is to get a bigger podcast area. That's you know, I can't. I don't got a better reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like it's it's like these things. Like so, no, I, I don't regret anything. I'm not, you know, because like, that's what people want to ask. Like, oh man, do you wish you didn't join the military? And like, because the reality is, my time in the military sucked. Like, sort of. Like, like once I got hurt, they just didn't. Like, I got thrown away. Mm-hmm. The VA is as bad as people say it is. They told me no to my amputation. You know, all, all these things have happened, but the, but I'm like, no, because like I'm becoming who I wanted to be, who I always knew I wanted to be back before I was back before the world tried to tell you that you can't heck I was like 15. One of my biggest dreams was to go to Brazil. I married a girl from Brazil. 
How did that happen? Right. <laughs> like you could also play soccer over there, too. right? <laughs> like that was another thing I wanted to do. Like, but yeah, like, like shit, two birds with one stone. Like how, how like why, like it's just such a wild turn of events. Like again, yeah. when I talk about like trying to like become who I wanted to be, like I just didn't. I just decided that I didn't get to choose the route, and that's okay. So basically, he saw into the future. He was—he had like the Brazil thing, like figured out. He just didn't know. What <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know how I was gonna get he, there. He's like, yeah. I know how to spell Brazil. I just can't figure out how to put two and two together. B R A S Z I L. I think I think what's nice too about uh, your story as well. I think there's so much like things that taken away or other things as obstacles that have gone your way. And I wouldn't even say they're like obstacles or like stepping stones. It's just like, how, what can you throw in this, in front of this person and see what they can do with it? And it's just like, that's what is also inspiring. It's just like, no matter what obstacles in the way, there's always, I feel like you've always figured out how to way to improve it or like, what's the bright side? Like, what can I take away from this path? I understand how, yeah, exactly. I know how to take good out of bad. Mm-hmm. I have. I have such an overwhelming amount of confidence in my ability to deal with adversity because I dealt with 10 straight years of fire and I walked through it and here I am. Yeah. You know, so it's like I I can go one or two routes. I can feel sorry for myself or I can take that as evidence that I fucking got it. Mm -hmm. Like I absolutely have it. I just have to continue to walk. And that's a gift that very few people get. Um, for better or for worse, you know? Right. Yeah. My bad pain condition wasn't good. Um, but think I've, I, I've managed to learn the skill of alchemy and here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only the second returning guest. Yeah. Second. And I don't even play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, yeah. We That's need to fix our booking part. system. Right? <laughs> How did he get here? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I want to drag it back a little bit. Yeah. Back to like DMs, you'd say you get plenty of uh, them over whatever site there is. What's been like the craziest thing you've had someone say to you over DM? Over DM? That that's safe for work, obviously. How much money to for a picture of your stump? That knocked my oh. fucking socks off. Oh so you're on OnlyFans? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> my, my wife's here in the background saying, like, I've been telling him to do it. It's a money maker. Yeah, I will say this uh, This is a record-setting episode. This is the first time we've ever had a girl in on a on a. <laughs> that recording. is a typical male yeah. hockey podcast. Yeah. Yeah. She's a We're girl. trying, though. We're trying to get some other girl we hockey players. Sh- the problem is they're all out of... They're all a town. town, state, country. Okay, it's like, so it's like um, we have to get him out. She plays like for the USA women's team. She's in Minnesota, and now she's playing for that. Uh, yeah, she, she is fucking stud. Yeah, like, like her story is awesome too. About that at all, yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. her story is awesome. Um, there's a couple of the girls who's played um, at Linwood that we've trained. It's just they're always busy. They're mm-hmm. always out of town. It's just like, yeah, I mean, can we please figure this out? Yeah. Right, like, it's always something. It's one day a week, guys. Come on. Yeah, it's just one <laughs> day. Please, <laughs> come get your rep in. Yeah. Come practice. You know, like I said, yeah. like like yeah. The, like this is a skill now for twenty twenty three, being able to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no, yeah, it's we're, always we're struggling. But it's yeah. always this too. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. But it's like for the I'll talk. I can audio. talk all day. Yeah. Trevor oh, just looked at his phone. Uh, what? Trevor just looked at his phone because it's audio. They can't tell it. Oh yeah, no, oh, it's whatever. Well, it's a phone now. Yeah, it's just like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so other than like that being like a crazy DM, 
Um, honestly, it really. Well, wait can... a minute. Did you answer it or? Yeah, wait, wait, did you send did him the, the oh, stump pick or no? No, no. I said no, and then my wife said that's the last time that you, <laughs> you say no, no to money that. for pictures of your stump. She's like, you're done saying no, and I haven't gotten one since. Well, here Aww. we go. So, so, so maybe we just yeah, put the vibe here out. Here we go. So now, so now <laughs> your DMs are be flooded with Yeah, right? Like, it's not exactly like what I want to do, but like I do want to have more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love this to have This might more be money. the next, ra- you know, the video that goes. Yeah. Know, like, yeah she, 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 the she, next she, piece she, of content that goes. She, she, showed me a, she showed me a TikTok one time, and she's like, my husband's OnlyFans account paid off our mortgage, paid off our cars, oh paid gosh, off pay for a vacation. And then she goes, and then the next slide goes, my husband's going to be pissed when he finds out he's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, got to make the money. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's, ha- it's happening. I asked her really quickly. I was like, all right, I need you just to be straight with me. How many accounts are there? Did you already, have you already done this? <laughs> or? No. Just please just tell me. I won't judge. <laughs> She's like, well... Also, where is the money? Because we have debt. (laughs) Her answer is not words. She pulls up her Gmail, and there's 37 (laughs) Gmails made. She's like, we do have 30-some accounts. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn. You're huge in Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) You're bigger than Messi. That that would be an accomplishment. They're like, damn. (laughs) The World Cup? (laughs) The World Cup. I would say other than that, like I said, that one really knocked my socks off. Um, honestly, I was surprised. Like I've had some people just flat out put, like, do you think I should get an amputation? I've got this going on. Just like... They're, they're just well, immediate well, straight well, to the point. Well, yeah, they straight to yeah. the point. I'm like, okay. Dr. Sam. I was like, you need to pump the brakes real quick. You need to park this car. <laughs> you need to go back a little bit. Yeah, like, and like, there's been a, there, there has been people that have gone like that and they're like, I, I looked here and it just doesn't seem like it's that hard. Oh, oh it's that hard. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no, this is yeah, this isn't good. This is wildly difficult. But there's two things about it for me. Being an amputee is very very hard. But for me, one, it's the second hardest thing that I've done. It wasn't harder than what I dealt with before. So when you have that perspective, it helps. And two, I chose my amputation. I actually fought for my amputation. And in that moment, I made an agreement with myself and a promise to myself, you don't get to bitch about being an amputee. You asked to be here. You don't get to complain. You get to smile. You got that gift back. You don't get to bitch about the thing that let you smile for the first time in 10 years. Mm -hmm. So there's like misinterpretations of that. You know, like they're looking at it the wrong way. I looked at it like I'm ready to do this work. And they're looking at it like, oh, this could be This is an escape from my work. Exactly. And it's just not. Yeah. yeah. Dude, every single time I see your videos, I'm like, how's this dude walking? You know, I'm like, like how, <laughs> is, how, how he's doing he make stairs it now? Like, how in the hell is he doing stairs? <laughs> the bar sounds so low. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. Because, no, no, like, like, putting myself in those shoes. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like I how? don't think I, like, let's just say, like, we put, like, a crutch or something, like, attached to my leg. It's like, I don't think I could do stairs. Not but like right. obviously you've not been doing practice. it for yeah you've been yeah, doing practice. it for years. I've got, I've got three years. But it's of pr- like, it's like, bro, that's crazy. I'm not a freak athlete, but I am. <clears throat> I am a. I I do believe I excel in the very basic skill of practice. I yeah. thought he was gonna say walking. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no. So I'm like, for, for no, me, no, no. I got hurt on a run. Yeah. <laughs> I was real good at that. I would add it Like for me, I I can't imagine what that's like. Like I just physically can't. No, it's not perceive like, that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like I've you know you. you 
it, it, it won't make sense. Yeah. There, there's nothing I can say. Like I've tried and I, I actually, at this point now, I view my, I actually believe I'm pretty good at verbalizing and communicating and speaking, speaking to my experience. Cause I've worked very hard at it. Cause I was really strict. Cause that was another thing that was so hard about the pain was like, I couldn't express myself mm-hmm. and like, and I desperately wanted to, and I just tried and tried and was blocked and blocked and blocked. And so as the pain started to clear and that obstacle started to get out of the way, turned out all that effort worked. Yeah. And you know, so like I, I've done a lot of deep diving into understanding who I am and I still, there's just, you'd have to feel it. You'd have to experience it. And I hope you don't have to, mm-hmm. if you do, I'm here for you. But like, I hope you don't have to. He yeah. can send you some OnlyFans. Like, you know. <laughs> he can send me some yeah. of the stump pics. This is what you got to look No, no, he can to. send you some numbers of what he's making on OnlyFans. That might, too. Might change your mind. <laughs> as far as he Big knows, he's zero. making zero. Yeah, yeah. As, as far, far as, as he knows. Yeah, exactly. How much are you guys making on OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> and why are we driving the car? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the man you know. Oh. So uh, one of the things you mentioned earlier, well, this is for me. I wrote, I notes. I wrote notes for myself. You're actually. always you just took it from me. me. But you two are always bickering. I mean, I do pay. For the, I pay for the bills yeah. here. Well, we're both goalies. Someone, you know, so it, there's only one net. It's it's the tandem <laughs> part of it. Ah, this is not a Boston situation. I get it. Mm. <laughs> no, not we quite. We don't do hugs at the end. No, <laughs> no. we just bitch and moan at each other. This guy's like, yeah. I'm like Mackenzie Blackwood. He's like Caco Captain. The <laughs> the, the amount of hurt on Trevor's face. But we play for the Sharks, though, so it's just like sad all the way around. You're not wrong. I, we called, are, that, we I are. called that Blue Zell last night, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I talked to my Ooh. buddy. He's from San, He's actually from San Diego, a little bit of a Sharks fan. Mm. And uh, he, he's work, we're working out together. And I was like, I was like, I think the Blues are going to lose. I think you guys are going to get away. I was like, the Blues have been hot. They've beaten a handful of really good teams. Mm. And there tends to be a crash that comes after after playing mm, above ten nights. The crash. And, and there's always like that, like hangover after beating these really good teams. You almost always take an L to, to the next bad team you play. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the best hockey the Blues are going to play this year. Like, yeah. let, let's just be real well, about that Colorado it. game. Yeah, yeah Colorado right? was crazy. It was, like, it was like, and then Lightning. The only thing with the Lightning is they have the bad goaltender. They let up zero yeah. goals to the yeah. Lightning. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was just. Okay, like he said, I no, think Vassy was in that though. I think that's like it completely. Eh, different. It's like maybe. a three-one. Oh, well, that's everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like I, I like what he said. Like that's probably gonna be the hottest. No, the Blues are. It's, yeah, yeah, like, you know, and that's just the reality of the roster right now. There's there, people need to grow into roles, and that takes time. Mm-hmm. My favorite part has been some fans. And then, like during that three game stretch, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're we're in it. We're back. We're we're, we're back in twenty nineteen form. Let's go." And then and the crash is like, "We fucking suck." The problem like, is we're not bad enough to tank. No, well, we <laughs> we're have, just like yeah, right in a, the middle. We have, a couple, we have a couple too many good players. Yeah, or yeah. soon to be good. Players. We have too much yeah. talent, and like you said, and Thomas and Kyrou are showing they're absolutely going to grow into that. And that which is and you have a good cool. goalie is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have two good ones actually. Yeah. I like both of them. I, I yeah, I think Hofer's got a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. So, right, so anyway, back to what we're going to talk about. The, <laughs> you mentioned the Highland Games. You actually last time you were here, never even heard of them, okay. and then you went through the whole entire gauntlet of what it all is and what you've done. Then you showed us videos and stuff like that. So, could you kind of go back over that? And then you said you had like five records now. I think last time it was like two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah. So the Scottish Highland Games is actually the is the root of all track and field. Um, mm-hmm. They had the light athletics and the heavy athletics. Light athletics were like the races, the runs, hurdles, jumping, that sort of stuff. And the heavy athletics were the throws. 
Um, they are not like what you know of the discus, the wire hammer, um, shot put, but they're very similar. So like there's two versions of the shot put called uh, the Braemar Stone, which is a straight up standing throw. And you actually throw a tw- about a 22 pound rock um, <clears throat> is one event. And then there's w- another event that looks a lot like the shot put. It's about a 16 pound rock where you can approach, spin, glide. Um, there's, so there's two events. And then there's one that the technique is very similar to the discus, but it's on an actual chain and there's a weight at the end. It's called the weight for distance, you know, very aptly named. And then there's a light and heavy version of that. There is a hammer throw, which instead of like the wire hammer where they move through the circle, um, it's on a PVC rock pipe. Um, you actually are static on the ground. You wind around and around and you, you rip it behind you. Um, those are two events. So that's six of the nine. Mm-hmm. Then there's two height events where you throw a weight over a bar. Um, it's either a 50, for the men, it's either a 56 pound weight or a 42 uh, as an adaptive throw where I throw the 42. Um, and then there's, then there's the sheaf, which is, you, it's literally with a pitchfork and a bale of twine. Um, that's about 16 pounds. The goal, both of those, the goal is to throw as high as you can. And then the caber is the one that people have seen before, but they just didn't know what they were looking at. You're actually throwing a tree and you're trying to turn a tree over. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're those, like, yeah. Are, yeah. So those are the nine events of the Scottish Highland games. Um, so yeah, this past May, St. Louis, the St. Louis game came back. Um, they, they shut down the year before COVID to financial like restructuring and then with COVID, it just didn't get going again until last year. Um, yeah, COVID, I, COVID did a toll. <laughs> yeah, it really, really did. COVID, what's COVID? Did, yeah. <laughs> cold or cough or something. Yeah. Happened in 2019. Who cares? You know? um, <laughs> yes, light years ago. <laughs> yeah. Just take eight different ago. vaccines. You'll be good. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, so in May, uh, I threw the St. Louis Scottish Highland game. And I there are eight world records because uh, they don't keep an, a record for the caber. But all the other eight, they are. And I broke five of the eight world records in uh, one day. So, no big deal. What have we been doing? <laughs> we talking Damn. to microphones. <laughs> yeah. So, my, my goal was to break all eight. So, I feel like I've only got a couple more opportunities to really mm-hmm. genuinely be able to push to break all eight in the same day. Otherwise, I'm going to put some of them a little far away to try to for to be anything other yeah, than a little bit lucky. So, like, I've only got so much, so many more attempts. So, um, I will probably take one, one this this coming year in 24 and depending on how that goes uh, i may take another crack at it um but no the st louis game that was a great game they did a great job putting it back together um great field had a great time um i broke the excuse me i broke both heights i broke the sheaf world record the weight over bar record i broke the lightweight for distance and i broke the light and the heavy hammer um what was really cool is on the light hammer i broke my able-bodied pr Mm. Um, I never actually cleared 90 feet as an able-bodied thrower. Um, I broke 95 feet hmm. at the high, at the St. Louis game. That's kind of cool. That, that was it was cool because <laughs> yeah. it was my last throw of the day. And I was like, all right, victory lap right here, dog. Mm. Put I, everything I, I, into I, it. I'd already, I'd already I'd already broken it. I'd already threw 92. My big goal was to break 90. Was to break 90. Yeah. I was like, let's just fucking send it. Mm-hmm. And for a split second, we thought that I cracked 100. Um, Oh, that would have been. Were, were that you like been. just shy, or it was ninety five and change. Ninety five. So, so change. I still got another five feet, but like, yeah, I yeah. already know. How, I I already think that I have it mm-hmm. with with practice. I already think I can do the hundred now. Um, that's five, that's five feet, Drew. Jeez, so <laughs> that's like, five more feet. Yeah, that's the thing. It's five more feet. <laughs> I'll do that thing five feet all day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the five more. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, no, that, that was a really cool, cool experience. Um, and kind of with a lot of this stuff, I'm just kind of seeing what opportunities pop up. Um, I have an opportunity to kind of set the bar sounds, yeah, it's set the bar. Like I, I'm trying to like raise the bar and the expectation of adaptive athletics. I want to show that these things can be done well, not just like, Oh, look how good they're trying, which is kind of the attitude around adaptive sports. You know, the number of people that confuse what I'm doing with the special Olympics is staggering, um, which is an, is an incredible event in its own right, but it's very different than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so like I've got these opportunities to like show these things that haven't been done that well and do them better and put that blueprint out there because the reality is, yeah, I want to break all eight as a personal goal, but I hope that the next day someone goes out and breaks them. I don't want to die with these records. It means I didn't do my job. I didn't mm-hmm. achieve my goal with this. Yeah, the right. next group didn't come through. <clears throat> right? Like um, when I when I uh, posted my those uh, five records and, and the caption, I literally finished it off with, if you're in an amputee and you're looking to throw... I want your. I want you to come take these from me. I don't want them. Come take them. Ask questions. I'll help you do it. And that's been my attitude around all of it. Well, that's how you improve the sport. You're exactly. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm not. I am totally fine planting a tree. I won't sit in the tree. Won't won't mm-hmm. get to sit in the shade. Yeah. And you know I um I uh, I got really lucky in the first week of December. I'm going to be going down to um, just north. It's just north of Dallas and Carrollton, uh, Texas, to the Adaptive Training uh, Foundation. Um, it's actually run by former NFL player, uh, David Vibora. He was actually a St. Louis Ram. Yeah. Uh, he was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft and then started his rookie season mm-hmm. at linebacker. He's like, he's like Purdy. He's a good dude. Like he, he started the adaptive training foundation, which is one of the only places out there that's taking people that are adaptive athletes and saying, Hey, we'll treat you like a serious athlete. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was given an invitation to an elite athlete camp. Um, and man, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. And so they're asking, like, what are your goals for this? And I told them that my goals are to be a part of creating a blueprint that's so good that all my athletics are forgotten before I'm ever before I'm ever out of it. I want to be a part of creating the system that makes everyone better. Mm-hmm. And that was like my big goal. And that is st- and that is really my big guiding light with all these things I'm doing with the kickboxing match and the running and all the other things that I'm, I've done and I'm doing. That's my big goal. That's what I want to. That's what I want to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, like just for like me and him do the coaching. I mean, you know, you're just trying to basically spill, you know, everything that you know about the game or like that position or you know, just like the small things of like the mental game on and off the ice and stuff like that. You're just trying to pass that knowledge from you know the person above you that taught you that to the person underneath you because they're the ones that are gonna you know. Like, I'm not the one going to play college hockey next year, you know, Mm -hmm. like you are. Or, you know, I'm not the one, you know, going to play 10U next year. You know, you are. So it's like, you know, not they're not going to set any world records at 10U. I fucking crushed 10U these days. (laughs) Last time I was on a mini might, you know, ring, I did pretty good. When do they start checking? Well, probably college anymore. They keep pushing it back every single time. Probably in the men's league, <laughs> where, where it's a non-checking league anyway. Yeah. Have you guys? Have you like any of you guys actually watched any like the Highland Games like events? Well, I've yeah, seen... ever since he talked about on the week that we did his pod or episode thirty-six. After he talked about it, I was like, I've seen stuff like that because I was like trying to picture it in my head of what you're talking about. 
And I was like, I've seen stuff like that before. And then I like looked into it and I, and I, I got on the whole like YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, of like just going down. Highland Games lives yeah. on YouTube for sure. Yeah, so I'm like okay. sitting there. I'm like, damn, that's so interesting. <laughs> and I was like, like, I've never think... known anybody that's even done that, or that's. I mean, I probably do. There, it's not like, hey, you want to come to my you know event? You want to come watch me play Highland Games? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a Highland Games. it's a huge Drew, red flag. It's a huge red flag. Highland Games. Drew, do you know how it, it's like a video game? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge red flag if somebody thinks throwing Highland Games makes them special. Plain and simple. That's a big red flag. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like uh, I first got onto it, there was a uh, docu docu series on the History Channel. It was like the Strong Men vs. World, and it was Strongest like, Man Alive. I think that might have been it. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. I had Brian Shaw. Brian yep. Shaw. I I'd like, seen like clips of Strongest Man Alive. Okay, they did a whole episode of like doing like the Highland Game stuff. Mm-hmm. One, it was impressive, but it was two, it was like you have to be athletes athletes it's a hard sport that's exactly. why that's why it'll never actually become become big and popular it's not it's, there's too much nuance for a casual fan to just pick up and think hell yeah mm-hmm. and then it's hard to keep athletes in because it's so hard at first yeah, like it's heavy i mean yeah, it's like, like, the, the, like we're talking like guys who like hold like deadlift records and yeah. like shoulder press records yeah, and i feel like they're almost yeah. they're every single person else. on that show has deadlifted over 900 pounds yeah and it's like they were mm. struggling to do it. Like <clears throat> these guys are talking. We're talking like the strongest people alive. Yeah. And it's just like, like I it's said, hard it seemed, for them too. It seems too. like the people that I was watching. You know, this was whenever we did the last episode. But it's like it seemed like they were athletes at something else that then kind yes. of converted yes. because they were like Highland Games is no one's first sport. Yeah, they're like you know I'm kind of good at soccer. You know, like I, you know, I score you know a couple goals. You know, I'm gonna go do this now. You know, or like. You know, I did this. I'm gonna I'm gonna transition to this because I think it's more of a challenge. You know, or... yeah, Highland Games is the thing is something that people go do after they're pretty well done with the thing that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm just gonna keep drifting into more and more obscure sports until I find something I'm actually good at. Maybe what's next? <laughs> like I said, I mean, kick kickboxing another yeah. amputee. <laughs> yeah. That'd be inter- if that was not in Indiana. That'd be something I'd be. Yeah, I, I was going to ask yeah. him, like, how, how would that even work? Like, do you, like, I would imagine you're not allowed to use any, like, prosthetic with it? Uh, I mean, I or, will. Um, we, we both know what we're getting into. It's that simple. So it's just like you guys both have them on, and it's just, yeah. Like, just, I mean, like, shit, just fucking hopping around. Well, no shit. <laughs> like, is it like, it's like, bloody <laughs> shit. <laughs> Pow! Can't grew it. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just, like there's no protection on the amputee leg at all. It's just like um, it's you know we're, bare we're, we're, just, or... we're working on the details. Okay, like, like, I wouldn't kick with my prosthetic anyway. Like I don't, right. it's gonna, I don't want it's gonna that. mess it up too. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. It's made out of carbon fiber. Eh, you never know. <laughs> it's true. If you hit carbon fiber, carbon fiber hard enough. Yeah, but like I don't like that doesn't feel good. Like yeah, I just want to be able to kick with my other leg. Yeah, so you're right. basically using that as like your balance leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And so I was actually supposed to box on in Missouri in St. Louis. I was gonna box in St. Anne. On October seventh, but I had eight guys bail, eight guys uh, back out of the fight. Jesus eight scared. separate people They're said yes. Me. Took a, looked me up and said not anymore, not him. They saw him in Walmart. Yep. Oh wait, that's the they dude were at Walmart and they're like, I could beat everyone in here, but that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just a bunch of dudes. That Who's the guy take, I'm fighting again? They were afraid to take an L to an amputee. Yeah. Oh, so know. they're not. They weren't. No, no. I've got. I don't care. I, 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 I got, fuck. I might go to Indiana. <laughs> well, like I really like the guy I'm fighting is an amputee. That they 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 reached out to me and asked me to fight. Mm-hmm. Is it like uh just like a 
random one-off fight or is it like a yeah. league? Oh no, it's one-off. Okay. Um, I I'll I'll see where it goes. Striking is supposed to be so challenging and quite frankly unaccepting of me. I'm not gonna fight for my chance to belong when I've got all these other places that I can go belong. I do want the experience. I coach fighters. I want to know exactly what they're doing and how the best how best I can help them. I do mm-hmm. I do strength conditioning for fighters, but I also do like breath work and stuff like that for them uh, on fight night and stuff like that. I want to know the whole experience. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I want to have the whole experience. Like I want that. There's something that happens from these things. Like, you know, hockey players will say, yeah, hockey players are built different. Wrestlers say wrestlers are built different. Everybody says they're built different. Right? In one duh we're all built different but like but no because there are there are things that are gained from actually putting yourself on the line like that and you can't read about it and get it i want Mm -hmm. to truly know like i've been cage side i've been in the corner Mm -hmm. of a you know and i still don't i still know that there's more in there that i haven't gotten yet so i want that experience but um, he wants a pov i I, I do (laughs) i want to know what it's like and um Honestly, in 2024, I do plan on doing some jujitsu, and jujitsu is all like, "Fuck yeah, dude, mm-hmm. come on in." I've never had a single person hesitate with me in jujitsu. Everyone but the gym I'm at has hesitated with me in striking. Hmm. Oh well, um, uh, I'm a big kid. I fucking get it. Like, like you don't need to treat me different. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that's like really the cool, like, opportunity with like jujitsu. Is like I said, they're just like. Oh, yeah, bunch of dude, yeah, let's do it. There, I don't need to f- compete in a special division. No one's got. I've never had somebody like, oh, I don't want to roll with you, or been weird about it. Just like, oh, what, is there anything I need to know? No, mm-hmm. okay, cool, let's go. I, I like that approach though, because like I know Trevor can relate to this. Like, there's so many teams out there, like you know, from a hockey standpoint, that have coaches for the players. But there's no goalie coach, so the goalie's mm-hmm. just kind of out there in his own little world. <clears throat> and then you have grown men with their bald with mustaches out there pointing fingers and butterfly this and slide over here, and they don't know what they're doing. You know, so it's like getting someone like Trevor, for example, in there who has you know put the mask on and you know has faced you know some very good kids you know in his day teaching the little kids, or even you know like or even his own high school, like the me. college kids, you know. It's like, you know, he's been there, so he kind of knows, or he does know, he doesn't kind of know. He knows that, like, there's a difference this between is telling how a kid I, what yeah. to do and yeah. preparing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between mm-hmm. telling someone what to do and giving them real preparation for what they're going to experience. It's like, a, I had a kid recently. It was, he was, he had like a D, uh, okay game over the weekend, but you just tell us, it's like, he started to change a lot of different stuff. And this is like, dude, like, I didn't tell him. But like we didn't reteach anything. I was like, dude, you know, you know what you're doing. Like well, all of a sudden you have one bad game, and now you're trying to mm-hmm. redo all. You're redoing everything. You're it's trying to like, recreate uh, the wheel. Yeah, it's, it's like, like when I, it's like when I can't putt and I go buy a new putter. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's like, obviously the putter's fault. It's <laughs> like it's you're basically teaching mindsets. You're not even teaching the skill anymore because they know what they're doing. We've seen it a thousand times that they know what they're yeah, doing. I mean, it's just how do you train their mindsets? Totally different for like anything. That's like the first thing you learn is the actual skill. And then everything else that comes after it is like, okay, how do I work with what I know to to get results? No, that's exactly right. Like, how do you approach what you're doing? And how do you, like, how, how do you write the ship and how do you stay level? That's the real skill. Like, that's what everybody loved about Bennington's first year is the dude was so, like, level. 
Uh-huh. I mean, he wasn't, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> but on go- winning, on, winning helps a lot. On, on, on the goalie curve, <laughs> yeah. on the goalie curve, Bennington's not actually that crazy. No. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, he's still a good goalie. No, there's, there's Ron Hexall. He's still living. But it's just like, <laughs> everyone knows whenever he gets the emotions come out, he it, it's a roller coaster ride with his performance. And But once he finds that calm, cool path, how do you take control of it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, that's why I do the breath work with fighters. Like, that's what they'll all tell you is that, like, my ability to follow the game plan, my ability to be calm inside the ring, my, my ability to really handle whatever is happening the same mm-hmm. well it's like it's tough like this makes sense a little bit more because like let's think like fires if if they're like getting the shit beat out of them for like a good minute and like they're just down on the count it's like you try to rally like, pretty quick don't mm-hmm. you and it's like okay how do i gain the ground that i just lost but it's, it's the same thing like with goalies too like if you let a puck in the first five shots then it's, it's beginning of the game and now it's like okay now we gotta play from behind yeah. now we gotta save everything you yeah. don't get super rah rah you're killing it yeah no you're like alright take a breath let's exactly. reset like like go to what you know like because the, the rah rah stuff doesn't work like tr- trying to fight if, if they're down and you try to go the equal amount up that don't work no you gotta Cancels. pull them to level mm. you gotta pull them to level you gotta mm-hmm. learn how to raise their state Versus again, just versus just trying to gas them up because mm-hmm. you're just because now you're just again you're you're accelerating that roller coaster of emotions. You know, it's like, you know, it's almost like these. You know, you have a dog and that you're like training the dog. You're like, and they finally do it. And you're like, oh, good job, and they just totally fuck it up the second you oh, say yeah, good job, like, and they're like, oh my god, I did do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> best dad ever (laughs) you know so it's like yeah so like that that's like that's such a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to like the leadership coaching guidance whatever you want to call it that's such a huge piece of the puzzle is like how you approach it just as much as what you're literally doing my question is because i know you do more social media stuff and we kind of hit on this at the very beginning and you obviously train in person like with one-on-ones and all that like for me, one-on-one is really easy because like, it's easier to connect to the person mm-hmm. and like figure out what ways to teach works best for them. Yeah. How do you try to do that? And I, this is harder, but what's your, I would say, game plan on trying to reach that with like a broader audience? So, like, let's say there's one thing that you really want to expose to everyone. Like, let's say this is the breathing techniques, mm-hmm. we kind of were on that. How do you try to explain it in a way where a vast majority of the audience understands it, especially through like, especially when you have so many people who may not get it on the first try? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the hard part for me is like, how do I explain the thing that I know how to teach individually to each individual and try to teach it to a broad audience? So step number one is actually decide who you're talking to. Um, so if I'm going to talk to amputees, I talk to amputees. Uh, if I want to talk to beginners, I talk to people like they're beginners. Like when it comes to like getting a message out there on a social media post, which can go to, you know, go to thousands of people. Yeah. So like if I like, and yeah, the reality is, let's just say I've, you're putting out goalie content and you put out some super basic stuff. You're not talking to him and that's okay that you gloss over or you may see it like, you know, it's a really good way to teach it. And you, you like, you know, what's this guy talking about? You, you, <laughs> you know, so, 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 so there's, so there's that side of it. So there's one simply, you, you, you can't live in the middle. You have to decide who you're talking to. Um, 
then from there, you've got a handful of strategies. Pick one. Why are you doing this? What have you gained from doing this? What experience you're trying to achieve? You know, um, I was literally on a podcast yesterday uh, talking, it was more, more nuts and bolts on training and coaching. And one of the things he, he kind of asked me, not that, but like kind of similar about how I approach, you know, he's like, you feel like you've got a different mindset around coaching. I was like, yeah, cause I don't coach movement. Like people don't come into a gym. They know they want to get stronger. They don't want to deadlift 400 pounds. Somebody told them that at some point once they got going and then they decided that that's what represented stronger. And it's like, that's not what they're going for. Picking up 400 pounds doesn't mean it's an arbitrary number. It's an arbitrary measurement. Um, would you be as excited if that was 187 kilograms? Because that's 405. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. We, <laughs> I, was I, like, I was like, I was like, shit, what? Weight numbers. <laughs> yeah, weight numbers are confusing. It is. It is. Um, it's very close, at least. <laughs> if, if it's not, I got you guys a shit ton of comments. <laughs> there you go. Plugged. <laughs> um, but um, like, but they're looking for an experience. There's like, like I help them identify their experience that they're looking for. I explain a lot more about how I figure things out versus what I figured out. And that has a lot more impact and can speak to a lot more people with different learning styles and different motivations and all that. Because again... I'm gonna be honest. I won't, if I de- next time I deadlift 400 pounds, I'm not gonna get that excited about it. I've done it a bunch of times. I've done it for a set of 10, but for somebody that will be a big deal. But really, what they're looking for is enough weight to make them feel a certain way. And that might be that might happen at 200 pounds. It might happen at three. It, but like, I mean, once you identify that, you've now made yourself a better coach than almost anyone else. So again, someone's coming to you to play hockey. You talk about goals and that sort of stuff, and like. What are you trying to achieve and what, you know, what's the experience there? Really, you can boil that down to what is the experience this kid is trying to have with hockey? They're not all trying to go to the NHL. It's not NHL or bust. Right. In fact, if none of them knew the NHL existed, they just knew hockey existed and they knew they had fun doing it. I'd be happy. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Think, how, like, think how much fun that would be to coach all those kids because yeah, they, like, they well, don't have their parents and they're chir- chirping in their ear like, I need you to go to the NHL because I need I want some of that money. Yeah. Exactly, this is the, you owe me. Yeah, I'm like I'm sure you guys know that like parents tend to be the worst part of. I just completely avoid that. There is added pressure. Yeah, like especially like for me personally, growing up, there was always this added pressure of like if you don't do good, you failed. If you yes. don't do good, you're doing bad. There was no. It was like a job to me when I was at 12. Mm-hmm. Fucking 12. It shouldn't. It's still a game. It shouldn't. It shouldn't yeah. be a job at that point. It's yeah. like. I was like, for most, it was just hanging out with buddies. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like, you like, know, you, the three days or the best four part days. of sled hockey was locker room, man. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, you know, weird it is to fucking sit in one of those sleds and try to play hockey <laughs> and not get to use your legs. <laughs> it's more fun in the locker room. <laughs> Before they're like, this is going to fucking suck. And after they're done, like, thank God that's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but like, also think, but then what that's, but then as you tie into that one, you, you understand that kid. That kid understands the. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> the, 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 the set is falling down. <laughs> My bad. We had an air. We had a chopper come through earlier, and now we're and now a banner. Now things are falling off the wall. This freaking place is haunted. Sorry. I was I was just remembering when me and Evan suited up in those sleds and played against a bunch of the Blues uh, sled hockey team. 
It was the DASA team. Yeah, it was the half yeah. the USA Olympic team. Half the USA Olympic team. Yeah, 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 you had Josh Pauls and Steve Cash out there. Yeah. Have fun. Right. Yep. And, and it was just <laughs> like... We didn't get the puck past our hash marks. Yeah, no. And one of the goals, I scored on you. So going back again... So, so the streak continues. Hmm. Yeah. So In all disciplines. Continues. Yeah. You could be playing blind hockey. You'd score on me too. So. Yeah. Just about. That's, that's probable. But also, again, like I said... <laughs> it, it was such a different experience, though. And it was... It was, it was a lot fun, of fun, like, but I'm also I'm like, never, God, I suck at this. I'll never forget that though. Yeah, I'll never like, forget. We did that it either. what two or three times. Like it was. Yeah, it was so different. And, and how many games have you played? Of that or no hockey? Oh, probably thousands. Yeah, like I think thousands are kind of high, but like. And it, 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 well, no, I mean, you, think about it. Over your life, probably probably like thousand some odd. Oh, you're, you're probably five figures. You're probably over ten thousand. I don't know about that. That was a fan mail post. Ten thousand yeah. career games, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like zero. So, 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 but like, think about it. How many of those did you have aspirations for a next level? You know, grade school to high school to high school. Well, I mean, to for just college. little kids, you're thinking of exactly like. But yet, what stuck out yeah. to you that you the unique experience? Yeah. And you can smile about that. You're having yeah. fun yeah. with it. Yeah, you almost. He broke pulled a he pulled house. a poster down, laughing about how much fun he had. Yeah, well, it's like me and him did the blind hockey last year with Dog Nation. Like that, that was so much that fun. That was so, like, half of the game, well, the first half of the game, I'm like, holy shit, how are they doing this, right? And then the other it's half amazing. is like, the other half is like, they're beating us. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like, they're actually <laughs> beating, they're us. beating us. It's like, what are the can... guys, what are the blind guys skated by and told me to look at the scoreboard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he I, just I, got I, me on so many levels. I, He's I never even seen guys, one. <laughs> I had blind guys tell me to play fucking hockey. They're like, "What are you doing? Play hockey! Don't be a little bitch about it." Right? Like, oh, but like so and we you, could see though. So, so you the sit problem. there, <laughs> like you can sit there and now realize, like, okay, is hockey hockey or is it a vehicle? It's a vehicle. Vehicle for <laughs> lifting can be a vehicle for yeah. this growth and this learning. So as I started to really put that you know, kind of tie back to the, the social media question and that communication style. As I started to tie that, I started to just put, speak to that lens and go figure it helped people. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yeah. Because everyone has that. Or they needed someone to give them that to be confident enough to figure it out for themselves. And now this thing is that much better for them. Like the biggest problem, I think, and like you, you've been there with me and Luke, we um we do like clinics and all that stuff, so like we obviously can't teach just for one person, mm-hmm. but we have such a wide variety of like skill level, and like sometimes it's we can't cater to one certain group, so it's like how in the world do we cater and ta- and like try to teach a wide variety of skill level and make them all get on the same page, and that to me is like the hardest part to figure out as far as explaining and then doing planning of how to execute that. So it's like, how do I keep the high level kids from getting bored? And then how do I keep the drills where it's not too challenging for the newer goalies mm-hmm. with like, without having any conflict? Yeah. It's like, it, to me, that's always a battle and there might not, there might not ever be a solution because like you can't, it'll never be perfect yeah. because you're figuring it out as you go. Right. Um, I mean, you, you just layer skills and at a certain point, like, Hey, if you haven't gotten this figured out in this drill, stay here. If, you, right. if you're doing well with this, we're going to add this layer. Yeah. And then now everybody kind of f- will naturally find their way along. And your higher level players still need to work on those basics. And they're going to do the more advanced stuff even better because they've been do because you, you ran them through all those progressions. 
this is like this is one of those things. This is like, how, how do you get out of like my own head too? This is like, okay, how do I? I can't just keep doing the same thing, and because the some one party or the other is going to start either one getting bored or others just not going to be fun because it's too hard. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's always a constant battle, the balancing act, which is always tough to me. Yeah, and you, it's weird. You can just like speak to them like people. They sent in a drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you, you just you, you just be straight with them. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the another big thing that gets missed with coaching youth is like. You can talk to them like people. Oh, yeah. It's kind of what they are. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they'll be better off for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be amazed at how much you can just speak to these kids like people. Yeah, and not like. And they'll be. And the reality is, they're going to be like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to view it as being treated like an adult. Mm-hmm. Being without, treated with without respect. actually knowing it, too, sometimes. C- correct. Because you're not setting ex- adult expectations. Yeah. But you're going to communicate, like, hey, you know, this is what we're working on. This is what we're doing. Hey, guys, you know. And as you, and then like you know while they're doing the drills, you're probably going to be talking to someone who's not currently doing the drill. Right. You start having those little com- oh, what do you want to what what do you want to do with hockey? Mm-hmm. What 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 makes this the most fun for you? Because what makes it the most and you help them like and then you relate a story because at this point, how much different experiences you have of having more fun, less fun, you can share that. And again, you makes you more human. You treat them like humans, and now again, you've just become that much more effective. But it comes time to be like, especially if you have one that you need to be like, hey, you you want to play big? I know that you got the chance to do this. You need to do that. Well, you've already you've already like set the tone that you are going to treat them like a human and you respect them. Right. Most ki- mo- most kids will remember that because they don't get treated like that very often. No. I I can relate to this primarily because I have to prove. I have to earn my right to be treated like a regular person in almost every single room I've walked into since August 26th of 2020 when I had my amputation. So many people feel like they have to treat me different, treat me weird. Like I have to earn being a normal person. And so like I, I identify with that at a certain level. S- same, same, but different. Right. <laughs> and you know, like it's, it's hard. No, it is. Like, like it is really weird. Like, Again, people will talk to me like I'm like I'm lacking all this stuff and I've lost all these things, and I'm sitting there like I am more physically capable than you and I know this exactly. It's just and like, not dude. that that's the point, but like, why are you treating me like this? Why am I having to like earn, like, it's earn like, being a yeah, normal yeah, person? Exactly. Yeah. That's why like the the kickboxing gym I'm in is like the only one that I could just walk into and they're like, okay, Sam, hey, Sam, how are you doing? doing? You're, you're committed to getting it right. You don't, yeah. and I told him I was like, I don't want a different standard. I was like, I'm, I'm out, I'm out in the sec, I'm out the second. I get told something bad is good, right? Bad movement's bad movement. I want to do good movement. Mm-hmm. I want to show that this can be done. And they're like, done. Yeah. And like, that's that's good to have any attitude in like any person. You'll go a lot that's further. Any, that's any sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like or that's saying, anything in life. Like, exactly. Because I fully reckon it's not anyone else's fault that I have an amputation that mm-hmm. I'm missing a limb. Like, I, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. No. And I don't think you owe me and I don't owe you. And I understand that it's my job to get my job done. The goalposts don't move. Not nope. in reality. Quit well, treating. Unless Jacob Truba really hits him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would be honored to get wrecked <laughs> by one of the best big hitters of all time. Yeah. If Jacob Kruba hits me to the net, I'm A-OK with that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 
Does it come with a T-shirt? <laughs> I survived. I got Get an autograph, please. Do they I, sell tickets? I got yeah. trucked by Truba. <laughs> yeah, like how, how many people can say that? A bunch of people in the NHL. Well, yeah. Yeah. in the NHL. I would be terrified to see how many of the minors. <laughs> oh, my lord. The, uh, one of the things I wrote down from way you know earlier in this uh, interview convo thing, but it kind of flipped back around as the hockey aspect of it. You know, last time you were doing the sled hockey stuff, you were we posted the video of you skating on the prosthetic for you know one of the first times. Has that gotten any? Where have you done more sled stuff? Have you done more skating on the? Um, so I, I I played sled for a little longer. I've I've gotten back on it a few times. I just it's been a time thing. I I live a minimum thirty five minutes away from any rink. Working on changing the second that changes, I, I you'll see me on my welcome to St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm working on it actually. Um, and so currently with the schedule, I, I had to stop playing sled hockey. I was either going to have to give up about five things to include my fi- to include supporting my fighters, or I was going to have to give up the one thing, which was mm-hmm. sled hockey. Um, super bummed about it, but I don't think that's a I don't think the chapter's closed. It's just exactly it's on hold. Yeah, it's, it's just on hold. Like I, I'll, I'll get back to it at some point. Um, I really want to do it. Um, it's on the top of the list of things that I really want to do, and just don't reasonably have the schedule for. It, hockey is one of those things. I feel like it's just it's really have a time. Ti- thing. If you have time, like it takes all your time. Yeah, it's, it's not a oh, like, I can spend thirty minutes doing this. And especially like for sled, like there's not a lot of places to go. Exactly. So for me, like that, that like one practice a week was about a five and a half hour commitment. Mm-hmm. It just takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Like, like for days yeah. too. For now, for like me and Evan, you know, with our changing of where, where we're playing hockey at, for me now it's easily about a, a three to four hour commitment, mm-hmm. including drive time. Mm-hmm. And that's only once a week. Like Yeah, that's once a you week. You got to think like me, like, well, Trevor does it more... Yeah, you guys do it but, far more religiously. Yeah, so yeah, I'm than out I do. there at the ring every single day, almost. I mean, Trevor is out. Where I'm out there every single day. He's out there all day, every, every day. day. <laughs> yeah, that's his job. A lot, lot of time in skates. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I broke a personal record last week. I spent 38 hours in skates last week, which is a lot. And he drove home in them too. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... I like just sitting there thinking of like the insane soft tissue work you need on your feet, ankles, well, and calves, buddy. Calluses. <laughs> I know, like just the musculature. Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. We'll whip them out. Let's see. Yeah. Start the OnlyFans yeah. right no, now. OnlyFans. <laughs> we no, see the phone creepers. out. But like, you ever see a stump massage a foot? <laughs> stump foot. There you go. What a mm. weird, what a mm. weird sentence I get to say, mm. and you guys can't. What, <laughs> what, what would your OnlyFans only name be? Stump, st- uh, wood stump. Stump wood, Let's stumpy see. one two three. Uh, I mean, I have no clue. I she's put way more thought into it though. <laughs> I haven't. That's I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the the low the, the, the low hanging fruit would be Samputee. <laughs> that That's would be kind of good. That though, would be too. the low hanging fruit, which I hate. <laughs> I, I hate if it's too obvious. It drives me crazy. But it's I'm also super people. recognizable. Right, That's right? the thing. You need recognizability. It would, but imagine that on a billboard, yeah. like a billboard. I hate the, the idea. Sam <laughs> I hate the idea that it would work. <laughs> the Sam PT at Larry Flint's. But then you say it's like, man, I don't want it to work, but the money. <laughs> I really also want a Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine going to Bush Stadium and you get to throw out the first pitch and they announce you by that. Oh I mean, man, there, there was like a one percent. Like I was like, I wonder if I could get if I know anyone 
that I could get something like that or like SCLSC like mm. off of those like Highland Games world records. Mm. There oh, was like there was like the small part. I was like, huh, <laughs> that would be cool. I was like, I don't really like the idea of you know world to, record holders. Of, of, like Schaefer. trying to like hawk that or get attention mm. for it because that's not why I did it. Mm. But there's a small part of me that's like. That you could do some cool, cool shit uh, with you. You know what? That would be a really cool experience to get to have. And if that's all, if all I had to do was walk out of the field and be introduced as a veteran amputee world record holder, like OnlyFans subscriber, OnlyFans oh, world renowned. It just like the, the <laughs> QR code pops up. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got subscribed like to that Sam right Schaefer, now. Like, who the fuck's that? F- oh, five. <laughs> oh, the five dollars subscriptions went crazy. <laughs> Put it's free, ST- free put, put, for a month? We, we, what? We, 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 we put an STLSC scarf around it. <laughs> <laughs> you, like dress it up, make it look all nice and pretty. St. Louis City. PR people get at me. <laughs> They're like, we're actually going to try to cancel this podcast now. <laughs> no. Never will I ever. Yeah. No, nope. we'll still be doing it. Someone tries to cancel us. We're still doing this. Yeah. You know how easy it is to make a podcast? We just redo or, it. You know how easy it is to record it? You know? yeah. Look who you're sitting here with. Do you think we know how to edit? And <laughs> yeah, we have Cody. I mean, I've seen some real... I've, I've gotten to be in a couple of really nice setups. This is a solid setup. Mm-hmm. It's not the nicest one. Yeah, well, that's okay. Well, yeah, but, like, we've upgraded. But like you said, like it's it's in good shape. Like it's not all, but You're also don't need to do video. You're not doing video. The mm-hmm. ones that I was in that were like really like well put mm. to, like really put together. So it's got video, it's got audio, it's got everything yeah, else yeah, you yeah. can ask for. Pro- video Cody's trying. Cody, Cody's got he some is. ideas for I would around. be down for video too. It's mm. just in this room, there's not really a great no. place Drew, for Drew, we're it. moving. I know. And, but Come here's on. the thing. If we do video. <laughs> From the top. <laughs> oh yeah, put it on the fan. Uh, watch you ma- the entire <laughs> time. Imagine the headache trying to watch that. Oh, well, here's the thing. The fan Let's get a so live fast. barn in here. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the best worst shit ever. Here's the thing, though. If we They're like, why in the hell is Evan walking around in his fucking underwear again? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Are they just streaming? It's not even. They're not even podcasting. <laughs> it's just full blown twenty four hours streaming. Oh shoot. What? You thought that was funny. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't knock the banner off like I did funny. Yeah. I mean, we, I have taken my shirt off on the podcast before. You, you know, did cra- do that. The crazy and thing is I had to move this whole entire table and a ladder just to get up there. Yeah. Sorry. You're not <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to hand you the ladder. That's fine. But I'll help what? you fix it. It turned into a great segue. It did turn yeah, into good. a great segue. Mm-hmm. So. so do we want to jump into the NHL stuff? Well, actually, wait a minute. Before we do that, I want to get into the Eli stuff. Yeah, so, man, if that's not the coolest thing that's come from any of these podcasts, yeah, any of the stuff is. that I've done, like, man, that was one of the best messages I've ever gotten. That Yeah, that was one of the... T- like, So anytime anyone asks me, like, oh, you have a podcast, like, you know, I'll take a listen to a couple. They always, well, first off, they always think it starts at one. And then it goes, you know, one, two, three, four, you know, all the way to 80, whatever. And you like can listen like to them series. in whatever order you want. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> See, I, I'm somebody that I like to do that because I also get really, like, I love watching, listening to the progression, like how things got how they got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually would do, I've yeah, done the same fine. thing a bunch of times. Like, yeah. I, I you just be a little it. behind on the NHL stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, I enjoy, but I enjoy that side yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, so for all the, like, interviews, though, I always, like, give them, like, a handful of, like, five or six ones. And I'll give, like, a little, like, brief, you know, like, preview of, like, who that person is, what they've done, you know, how the interview went and stuff like that. And just by looking at, like, the stats of it, 
like the four. I always give like four or five, and they're always like the same ones, unless there's like someone like a goalie asking. I'll kind of push them more towards the, like the goalie yeah. guests we've had on, and stuff like that. But it's like your name always is one of them that pops up in that like top five, and I can see that off of like the views off of the thing. But like the whole thing with Eli, kind of caught me off guard. And then when I told, well, at that time it was Dakota and, you know, Tyler and me, I was like, when I told them, like, they were, you know, over the moon about it. And then, like, these guys, you know, started coming in with Drew and Trevor. And, like, we've done all types of stuff with that. I mean, we we did the tournament with the Eli patches on it. We've done the, uh, you gave him, we gave him the, the gift and the yeah. jersey and all the fanville stuff he came to the tournament we then donated the money to one of the charities that ended up helping them uh through some tough times and then we got to do a golf tournament it's like i played so golf many, twice in my so life many great experience yeah it's like right? totally like when mm. i started this like we've said this multiple times on here when we started the podcast it was like a covid joke it like was something to do. Yeah, we'd just be either on like FaceTime, we'd be, you know, a three-way phone call, we'd be on Xbox, like the game chat, just bored out of our minds as we're sitting at our house, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we just rattle off stats back and forth to each other, you know, stuff that obviously happened in the past because all of these were shut down. And it's like, one of our buddies like, I'm tired of listening to you guys. You guys need to like do a podcast. We're like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. Mm. Like, that's funny. We're like, we don't know how to do any of that. We're going to recap the 1997 hockey season. <laughs> yeah. And then like the more it went, you know, it actually became a reality. Obviously, that's what you're listening to. But then just having that come out of it was like, wow. I was just, for us, it was like getting together with your buddies after COVID. Right. <laughs> you know, once, it, it was a way to simulate a, a locker room without actually going to a locker room. Yeah. Right. right? Like that's a, that's a thing that like people, the world. Yeah. Get ready for the soapbox. Um, <laughs> it just re- really is missing though. It's like that, that camaraderie, like most, most people, the last time that they did a thing with the group, with the collective goal was high school. Mm-hmm. A few got to keep doing it in college and a couple more get to do it for a job. And it's this big thing that's like missing, and people think that they can't college, ha- <laughs> and they think that they can't do this, and that it's gone, and that really eats at you. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's an important piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. and you know that's been one of the best things about this new age and wave of people like saying, "Hey, you know, you can keep competing because that's because that's like the byproduct of the competition is the camaraderie and the mm-hmm. time together and." You know, it's the time spent between events or games. The locker room. The, yeah, you know, the, whatever, you know, that locker room yeah. is. And, um, you know, like, that's what's, like, really cool is people are finally starting to clue into how valuable that was that they miss it. And they're finally freaking doing something about it. You know, like you said, like, that, how valuable is getting to do this? Like, you need to have a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's so, like, you need to have that thing that you're willing to do that. And, like... There's, you know, mental health is in the absolute gutter, and this is a, a, a reason why. It's also the solution. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a solution to this. You just have to be willing to find your thing. It doesn't have to be a hockey locker room. It could be a podcast about, you know, a video game. It could be a po- you, you, I mean, there's literally a podcast about everything. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to be the first one to make a podcast about a stupid topic, you mm-hmm. know? You just have to be passionate about doing it. Yeah. You just have to be committed to like, yeah, just like, let's just have some fun. You got to drop, you put, the, put yourself out there. Yeah. Drop yeah. the, drop the expectations. Cause, but also like 
back to the Eli thing, how many people go like, man, if I can just help one person, this is all worth it. That's what you said. I'm pretty sure in that episode you said something about at the end, if you could help one person amputee or not. It's awesome. You know, just any person. How wild, yeah. how, like, and I, and the second you sent me that, I was like, did it. Yeah. You impacted a life. I got that. to do it again. Yeah. You know, I, I got to help someone. Mm-hmm. And that's just. That's like, to me, like. You can't buy it. Like the whole donation thing. Like, obviously, like when you go to the grocery store and like, oh, you want to round up like 13 cents to. No, I don't want to yeah. pay for your tax write off Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like it's, another it's, Walmart. I'll, I'll donate it on my own. Yeah. No, it's, it's different like, when you don't see it. But yeah, then like, when you're me, there and you're you're physically handing the money over, yeah, like, it's to me, such that a was different like, feeling. Like yeah, when you know we're we're still on the younger side, but it's like, you know, like I was sitting there, I was like, you know, like the thirteen cents. Like, I really don't see that. Like what Drew said, going to any. I just see, like in your story, the Walmart. You know. Oh, it's in your bucket. Okay. Yeah, it's like okay, you know, it's like that actually might not even go there. Yeah. You know, so it's like you never know with people, but it's like with that is like we're literally handing the check over. Of the money that we like worked for and we earned and gave it to them. And then it was like just to see and hear them talk about how it was going to change like their group and the people that come to them who need assistance. I was like, wow, like that. I've never thought of it that way. The tree of possibilities just opened up for people Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you did a thing and you cared. Yeah. Well, it's like I think um, for Drew and I, we weren't there for the first episode. So we weren't there for the full obviously developing story we kind of were just we kind of got put I mean into this was like bit. it was a big delay yeah like, like this I mean that didn't happen until I mean that episode was over a year old yeah yeah and yeah. so when Jer and I got on it in the first like, I think our first encounter you're talking about the Eli to when yeah. 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 yeah yeah that yeah that was I don't know when you came on but that was episode 36 it didn't happen until around Christmas time until yeah I don't um, think I came on until like the mid 40s yeah, here, I'm not here. You guys talk. I'm gonna actually find out when we release episode 36. Because yeah. um, I think for us, like our first, I would say involvement with it was one the gift, and I, I guess for me, for me personally, it was like it was cool to do, but I just I didn't know any of the full background yet because mm-hmm. I like I was still fairly new. I didn't know you what. didn't listen to my episode. Oh, I did. <laughs> but so was that, like, that's how I started. I was like, oh, these are my friends. I'm gonna listen to the stuff they put out to show my support. And then it just became wow. a thing I liked listening to. Okay, so and then I was asked don't tell to me come it's on. like today. Actually, I could keep going. I'm gonna actually find another number for yeah, you because it was like That'd you know, weird you know, today. being being part of that like not inner circle, but being just outside of that. Yeah, being like, hey, you know, this is happening. We want you to mm-hmm. to come on and do it. And I'm like, I feel honored that you're asking me. So of course I'm gonna do it. Yeah, but like I think the first time that it really hit. I think for me and you, we did that Dog Nation uh, tournament last year. So I we, we got we got hammered. Like we weren't expecting to win, but then Eli showed up to the last game, and then okay. the whole after. I didn't know what you meant by hammered. Yeah, I mean, we'll keep down the download. They don't. <laughs> well, know. exactly. I was like, man, you're pretty straightforward about just getting <laughs> like, like we we got absolutely rocked, and it, it was what yeah. it was, and not in a good way. But um. And then, so Eli's family showed up, um, a couple of sponsors showed up, and literally as soon as we met the family, met Eli, I was like, it just, everything about that weekend turned head over heels because it was way of a better experience to do that than anything else. It was like giving the hard hat to him at the at the end of the game and to see him just light up. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the best thing 
for us to experience in that whole thing. Yeah, he's a kid that hasn't been included a whole lot. Yeah, it's just like... And he's got these guys that he thinks are just absolute rock stars because you mm-hmm. sit in the room and talk into a microphone. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're like, they think I'm cool. You've got yeah, Sam they, Hollywood on our side. Right? <laughs> like, Sam Hollywood. Sam Hollywood. Like, 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 That's the like, name? I, I'm in That's port- the name? I'm in Sam port- Hollywood. Like, like, yeah, you just made some kid feel super important. Mm-hmm. And like, if we, I've done... Um, I've I've done coaching for a little bit, and then obviously like kids lighting up when they first made a glove save. Like I mean, that's awesome too. Right. But then I I guess experience that so much, like you said, it kind of gets, I would say old, but it starts to like mellow off to where you've done enough times, you know the feeling and everything. Then when like Eli did it, or when Eli was there and he just lit up, like his face lit up. It reminded me of a couple kids when I first started seeing them make a first glove save. I was just like. It kind of rejuvenated that spark. It's like, okay, I like know this is why, why we do this. I'm doing what I'm doing because it's engaging the passion. Of like, I'm included. Like, like yeah. you said, like I'm wanted in this space that I'm that I'm involved in right now. Mm-hmm. You want to know the numbers? Sure. Uh, of course, we want to know. Yeah, numbers. sure. After our hearts felt, be able to numbers. Well, this is. You know, I think you'll like. The, I think you guys will be happily pleased with the numbers. Oh no! Sure. <laughs> so we released episode thirty. Six with Sam on December 14th, 2021. So that means he would have recorded that probably like two or three days. It's been almost two years. Jeez. So that's when we released the episode. Okay. We then found out about Eli. I texted Sam about, you know, what all happened. Uh, Sam came over to our house with a jersey, a signed jersey to give to Eli that happened on December 12th, the next year. So literally two days off. And then I hand-delivered that package to their family two days later on December 14th. So literally a year from the release date. Wow. So the year we recorded, or the day we recorded it, you brought me the jersey a year later, the exact same day. And then I delivered it the day we released. So it literally took 365 days to make a difference, you know. E- Eli, I cover your ears. I don't know if you're allowed to hear swear words, but that shit's fucking wild. <laughs> oh, we do it all oh, the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I was like, it's I mean, it was like her and I. Our first date was August 26th. Mm-hmm. My my surgery date was August 26th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. We got married the same calendar day as the her first day in the country. Hmm. And I went home from the hospital on September 5th. My injury occurred on September 6th. It, it's all those little things it's, that like suddenly like, add like, up. Like dates mean nothing. They're yeah. super arbitrary. When someone's yeah. like, it's just kind of funny though. Yeah, like it, you know, because like when someone's like, oh my god, we have the same birth. And I was like, well, yeah, it's a one in twelve chance. You see how many, <laughs> you see how many people are walking around? Yeah. It's real. Well, I'm pretty it's, sure it's you no share a birthday. Way you have August too. I mean, even when you consider the population, mm. one in three sixty five is pretty good. Mm. <laughs> pretty good chance. Mm. But like, yeah, no, it's just wild how that stuff works. Mm-hmm. So that was that's, I, yeah. that's really cool. I never looked that up, and I was like, I was sitting here. You guys were talking. I was like, I never would have thought what? to, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's kind of weird, man. All right, so we ready to go to the NHL? Yeah, oh, you know it. Now uh, I'm ready to see how starts. wide Sam's eyes gets at some of these stuff. First the question. First, one the first, one worked. first episode one? worked real well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, forget the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> this week, the NHL did the the games over in Sweden. 
mm-hmm. with oh, the yeah, Global yeah, yeah, Series, yeah. and uh, Tim Stutzla did the baseball bat swing. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you feel about the the games across, or not in North America, basically? I they, love them. They do yeah. it for the preseason. Do we think it's fair for the four teams to go over there for the season? Because you are... Yeah, I, I mean, no, it's not. It's not fair, it's not but fair. I love it. Yeah, as a fan, I like it. As like thinking about these are also humans. No, it's not really fair. They lose home games. They lose like the the effect travel like the traveling effect. The, the, is the travel, the sleep, like what gets lost there. Like again, it's not. It's so far from ideal. Yeah. Um, I actually saw an interesting point today. They were talking about betting. But this was somebody that was talking. They're more of a phys- they're more into like the physiology of humans versus like the actual sport. And um, they were talking it's like if you really want to get into betting, track the teams that are traveling across the most time zones between games and bet against them. You will do well. Mm-hmm. They they had done a little like bit just of research. for any sport or yeah. yeah they had done a little bit of research and like the reality like what sleep does like losing an hour of sleep is huge for your motor function. Oh my goodness! And when you think about the the high level of motor function of a professional sport. Loss, that's crazy. A, loss of a half percent is very like that's a it means a, a lot mm-hmm. that's losing a game mm-hmm. and um that's fumbling a puck when normally you would bury yeah, that one c- correct like a playing triple a we would always go to like uh showcases like from either west coast or east coast or wherever we would change time zones uh, there was one team that we had who would always get there a day earlier just to figure out the sleep schedule and mm-hmm. just to that was very it. forward thinking yeah but it was just like when we went to on the other teams that didn't do that it was like oh wow we are definitely missing out on something. It's just you feel so slow. Okay, so I don't know. So I don't know how this reminded me of this, but guys, have you ever heard of pro beach hockey? No, yes. I have not. So I have not. Really, you have? Oh, yeah. So pro beach hockey. This would have been so cool if it would have worked. Yeah. So it's basically roller hockey, but behind the nets, there's no boards. It's literally just like a ramp, so you can like gain speed. And we might have to clip through or go through a couple clips here. Uh, but I love, I love the it's stuff so interesting. Like I don't know when they did this, or I like the jersey. 90s, though. It is really late nineties, but it's oh, like okay. because ESPN, that makes a lot of it, sense. This was back when ESPN was like first getting like they were like it was ESPN, ESPN the Ocho, the Ocho. <laughs> I like, hit the highlights. Yeah, like behind the net is a ramp. Wow! So, so there's like it literally no, just comes back. Yeah. yeah. So like you oh. shoot it, and then like you don't lose any momentum <laughs> going behind the net. You just yeah, you literally go, it's like it's like a skate ramp at that point for skateboarding. Yeah, you know what else has been my new. I don't know favorite why moment? that made me think of. Yeah, I don't this. know. I, I've yet to connect that dot, but this this is one of those ones that would have been pretty cool if it would have taken off. But you well, know, having a roller hockey league on TV, that would be pretty nice. But you yeah. wanna, you want to know who's like the least big fan of hockey? People that live on beach live in beach towns. <laughs> Yeah, because why and would that, they? That, so I got to go somewhere cold now. Like, well, like they don't understand what they're watching. They're not into. You kind of need to already be a hockey fan to get into this. Dude, this dude mm-hmm. just scored from his blue line. That, that, <laughs> looked, that looked like me playing floor. Hey, hockey yo, was that Mike Smith? Yeah, a few years back, that was me. Uh, <laughs> but no, like it. But yeah, it's like there was that fundamental flaw that like you had to put these in towns that didn't have a hockey support, and mm-hmm. hockey's hard to grow. Mm. Here's my here's one sport that I like watching. Look at their team names. Yeah, Web, Web Warriors, Warriors versus Heavy Metal. I mean, it's like, I beer, it's like beer league. It's like did, beer did league. Spider-Man <laughs> sponsor one of these teams? <laughs> Web Warriors. You got Peter Parker on the bench. <laughs> he hasn't done anything this game yet. 
The yeah. jerseys are sick, though. I, I actually, love the jerseys. Actually one, oh. one random oh, yeah. day during COVID, I actually looked up yeah, on so eBay to see the price of the jerseys. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, like, well, how ridiculous? Were they in hundreds? No, like, like you got to pay like 2K. Oh, yeah, well, they don't make them. Like, yeah. these things are twenty. It only years old. Yeah, it only yeah, happened for a couple There's years. There's like six left. Well, actually, mm. no, depending, they might be closer to thirty. Um, yeah. So like, this was a like you look at this and like this does lack of some of what the NHL does, like this or this hits a strikes a chord that the NHL does tend to lack, which is visual appeal. Like this, this was Sorry, a, looking at this. I feel like I'm just watching Live Barn. Like like this was very like video quality. Like it was a big. No no I mean like game oh. game like yeah. play wise. It was what a big, is the line big aesthetic mean? game? Well, I wonder if it's worth two. That's what I was saying. It was like a two or three point so line like basketball mix kind of. Well I mean but like think of it. it's a big aesthetic play. Cool jerseys. It's on the beach. There's that ramp in yeah, the it was back. Like you can literally see waves. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like right on the beach. Well like I thought the like, the stadium series first came out. Loved they did it. The first one in and they played Anaheim. one a year. Well, like one a year, and the one that they did was San Jose and Anaheim, and they did it in California. It mm-hmm. looked nothing like it was supposed to be like an ice hockey game. That was the best appeal ever for an outdoor, like some of an outdoor mm-hmm. game, to appealing to like a, mm-hmm. a different audience. Mm-hmm. But this this just looks. I, I don't want to say awkward, but awkward is the only word that well, comes like, to think mind. You don't exactly. You don't. You are literally think of how much talent is out there, and how low on the totem pole you're going to accept play this. Yeah, like Drew, we can play this professionally. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, so, so, so that's kind of the thing. There is like, you can't draw the players, you can't draw the talent to make high quality. So like again, like they did a good job at like really going for the to, to like make an aesthetically pleasing product. I'm like, look at this shit. I was gonna say, I'm like, is the Web Warriors like some sort of like web tech firm that just like, oh, it's me and Jim from the office are gonna sil- go ahead Silicon and Valley team. team. Like, yeah. look at look at these jerseys or like. They're sick. Their socks are not even socks. They're just colored shin pads. Which is <laughs> they're like, not even wearing socks. On one hand, I think it's kind of cool, but on the other hand, I'm like, eh. Anyway, I I ran across this one day and I was like, what the hell? And then you get down like once again, like with the games that you know Sam does, it's like you get stuck down the rabbit hole. It's like, holy cow! Like they played three years of it, and it's like, why was this never shown to was. me? Because it wasn't very good hockey. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Because <laughs> it was like us on the roller rink. I see, I see a is. Chipotle jersey. Is there a Qdoba jersey out there? A Qdoba jersey. I would like to be on the Qdoba team, please. It's probably some from you. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably some from USA Hockey. I, I just need to start throwing more stuff on here because how many things that I say last time ended up working out? I don't know. What do you got? I'd love to do a sponsored situation with Qdoba. <laughs> that's kind of a weird like that's no it's not have you ever had it yeah. it's amazing and i eat a lot of it no i mean like the first thing that pops in your mind no, well, qdoba <laughs> not not like no, no I, i've been making this play on social media i'm at the point now that they interact with me really? that the, their main instagram account mm. will will, will, will like comment will respond when i tag them hey at qdoba can i tag talk to them i was like all right we're in a day and age where I got a, I got a chance now. The ball is rolling. One of our buddies, fun. Okay, so I bounce off of that. One of our buddies used to every single time he would see um, or he would post anything on Instagram, he would like hit enter like fifteen times, and then he'd put like EA fix your game, like for the <laughs> hockey game. So it'd be like it'd be like him at graduation. He's like this with a buddy. And it's like we graduated. It's like EA fixture game, and then EA would every once in a while they comment back. They'd be like trying, 
<laughs> you will never ever be satisfied no matter what we do. Just see what the game's like and just see what NHL 24 is like. Yeah. Your guys are still going to complain. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so this. Why is there lightning bolts on the Web Warrior jersey? That's confusing. Worldwide Web. Also, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Also, not gonna lie. I want a salsa jersey. <laughs> I do. I also want a salsa jersey. Like, uh, so we, should, we should make our next tournament jerseys literally in the style this. No, of like, this. like just rip off yeah. ones of these. I would. I would be if so you know, down. You know. salsa. Like look, look at this one right here. The one with the flames. That's what Belva was trying to do. <laughs> with Why? the new jerseys, yeah. Why would they do that? It's, I don't know, man. Everyone's got something going on right for there. the night. It looks like now. a car from nascar but on a jersey <laughs> just with no sponsors because <laughs> nobody wanted to sponsor this yeah okay so last week me and drew were okay well you'll like this cover oh, two geez. two weeks ago we did our pacific division recap oh. literally last week's episode was pacific the, the division recap, but a week later because all the teams that were good or bad were all <laughs> in the pacific division <laughs> So like everything that mattered. One of the teams we so talked about was the Vancouver Canucks. The only thing I have to say about them is they're top point getters right now of Hughes, Miller, and uh, Elias Patterson are one, two, three in the league, and they're combined for seventy-eight points, and they've only played like sixteen games. It's crazy. So yeah, they're, are, they're not still number one in, the divers, in their division, are they? Well, they're two because Vegas. Vegas oh, right. exists. Okay. But if you guys think the Canadian team wins it this year, no, no. no. Neither do I. I was just curious. Neither of us have. Like, nobody like if the Oilers it. didn't start their way, you might I mean, be able to argue. I think for there's it. only. I think every year they roughly have two representatives that could actually possibly do it. So I think this year is probably going to be Toronto, Toronto and Winnipeg, or Toronto and Vancouver. Now will Winnipeg make playoffs? Yeah. Yes. So I don't think they'll go deep. No. Will Edmonton make playoffs? No, no, no they're probably. in denial. They're in denial for needing to do a rebuild. Yeah. And they have been for a couple of years, but they've got a goalie that's good enough to it's masking how bad mm-hmm. they need to rebuild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think they always have like three or four that make it, but there's only like one or two that are actually serious. And then you're looking at a bracket of one versus sixteen rather than oh, let's play our opponent. You know, because if you're gonna do the whole nationality or where they're located, mm-hmm. you know, thing. God, I wish it's they basically go back. fifteen versus one at that point. Yeah. And yeah. what really kills them is when the Canadian teams do well in the playoffs they always play each other in the second round so they end up mm-hmm. knocking, knocking one of the one other of them off yeah i hate how they're doing the playoffs right now yeah i wish they'd go back to the one for eight. like just a one plays eight yeah and regardless yeah, of two seven three six yeah all right next thing i got is the whole thing with adam johnson we really never talked about it that much yeah but i thought we did I mean, well, we, I mean we, we touched up on we it. We really touched up on the neck guard, neck guard stuff situation. More or less. But one of the things I'd like to bring up is that the British police have arrested the the guy that, you know, yeah. threw his skateboard. Um, and they charged him with manslaughter for the death of Adam Johnson. One of the things that happened tonight, so Saturday uh, the 18th, is the Nottingham Panthers uh, hosted a Adam Johnson memorial game, which was tonight. So their logo on the front of their jersey was altered a little bit and kind of like pushed down. And then they have Adam Johnson, number 47, like where the logo normally would be, would be. Mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they also are going to retire his number 47 in their uh, franchise's history. 
and behind the nets they did like in or under the ice they wrote forever 47 or something like that mm-hmm. we posted it on our instagram they also did helmet stickers and something that wasn't really planned but the fans did at the 47th minute so you know, not the first period if you think of it as like soccer terms not the first yeah, it would be the third minutes. period yes the yeah. 47th minute which was his number all the fans stood up and for the whole entire minute chanted his name the whole entire minute to where the game actually stopped and the players on both teams were, you know, stick tapping, banging the boards and no one played hockey for that whole entire minute. But the clock was running. running. It was the same thing they did for Kobe whenever he yeah. passed away. It was just yeah. awesome trivia, I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for both teams, obviously it was something, you know, like one in a million that happened is like there's so many kids that step on the ice every single day. That's obviously worst case scenario. But for to have both teams just say, you know, I don't care about points or the this two is a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, because it takes one knucklehead to go out there and just shoot the puck in the empty net and been, you know, I mean, like, okay, now you're a jackass. Yeah, so fight. yeah, okay, hero move. But it'd been an interesting fight. <laughs> oh my god, maybe another. It wouldn't game. be much of a fight. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't stand up for my teammate on that one. Yeah, you know, I'd be like, yeah, you're you done. deserved it. Yep, I'll join in. So yeah, I, I'm there? more likely to feed hands. <laughs> I might kill you myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts there on the Adam Johnson stuff? I know we talked heavily about the the uh, neck guards. The, the neck, neck guards. guards. I almost said mouth guards. That's a problem too. Yeah. But my 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 personal feelings on it is obviously it's an unfortunate situation, and I know it probably weighs heavily on. Uh, I forget. I'm forgetting his name right now. The guy that you know accidentally. Killed him, or however you want to look at that. Matt Petgrave. I'm pretty sure it's weighing heavy on him for, you know, mm-hmm. with, with how that all worked out. And, you know, obviously being arrested isn't helping helping no. for it. But it, that video just looks so bad. It, it does look so the bad. The video looks very accidental and intentional. Accidentally on purpose, yes. I yeah. think his intention was not to kill the guy, obviously. But definitely to impede. No, I think he was just trying to get in his way. like Yeah, to impede yeah. the player from yeah. moving to where he wants to. And but, obviously... Yeah, because like, when I first saw it from like the zoomed out angle, like how you watch most hockey games of like the panning back and forth, I was like, yeah, he did kind of get hit, and you know, his body did kind of go that way. Yeah. But it, your leg's not going... Straight. <laughs> you know? It's like, you weren't going that fast. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just a really shitty situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next topic. You're going to like this, the Pacific Division, the Edmonton North. (laughs) The second me and Drew got off the episode, dude, (laughs) we literally hit the stop button. We send the thing to Cody. We walk out in the living room, ding, on our phone. Uh, Jay Woodcroft fired. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we couldn't have waited five minutes. So Woodcroft was let go um, in Edmonton, and then they immediately hired Chris Knobloch. McDavid's the next LeBron. Yeah. So this was actually McDavid's junior's coach. So now McDavid's junior coach is the the head head coach. coach. McDavid's agent is the president, but kind of does GM things now. So... Yeah, it's is it's, Edmonton scared of losing McDavid that they're hiring all of his people, or is McDavid running the show kind of like how LeBron does, where he picks I really hope not the team. 
I really hope not either. I don't. But does do you think McDavid has that personality? I don't. I, think he, I don't. I does, that's what I'm saying. I think I really he, hope yeah. not. I don't think he goes to like. Ken I'm amazed. Holland I'm amazed. Ken Holland hasn't been fired yet. Well, Ken has Holland has is this is his last year, and I think they're just giving him the due diligence of we're not going to fire you, we're just not going to resign you, mm-hmm. because what do you actually like? We say this every single time. It takes. What does it do? It takes like three to four years for a general manager to actually like have an effect on a team, like with his draft picks, with his players <laughs> he trades. So it's like firing him now versus doesn't do in anything. April doesn't really do. But I also think it's the same thing with Jay Woodcroft. Like, I get you need a personnel change, but I don't, I don't see why you would fire. I think the reason him. they fired uh, Woodcroft is because Drysaddle has two years left, and I think wherever Drysaddle, if Drysaddle leaves, I think McDavid's gone too. So I think they're trying to make McDavid happy. To hopefully in a, bleed like, into in a, dry saddle. Yeah, which then kind of rolls on to dry saddle. And if he's if McDavid's happy and dry saddle's happy, I think they both stay. If one of them's pissed off, which the first one would be dry saddle because of, of the numbers, then I think dry saddle would go wherever. And I think McDavid would either follow him or just leave could too. You, could you imagine picking up dry saddle and McDavid in free agency? No one can afford that. Well, I mean, you would move us. Yeah, I mean, well, think of well, Edmonton's affording it now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you think about some of the teams that aren't at the cap, like let's just say Arizona, the Anaheim Ducks. Like the Anaheim Ducks have tons of cap room to play. Oh well, no, mm. they could pick up Drysaddle in two years, and then also if you know that he's not resigning, and you know you have a foot in the door on him, Might even as well though trade. you're even though you're not supposed to talk to him beforehand, but we all know it does or it works that way, you can slowly start moving cap out, and then... There you, know. you go. I don't know. Yeah. To everyone on the Ducks, hey, if you're on the ice with Drysaddle, chirp him really nicely, and talk, like tell him about how nice just, Anaheim is. Just pass it to him. <laughs> hey, like, hey, buddy, good game out there. You should join us We later. love you. Come on. Weather's way better than Germany, huh? Oh, yeah. Dude, that toe <laughs> drag was sick, dog. All right. The beaches are way better we than the mountains. Th- we have a throwback here. Oh, no, not those. <laughs> oh, boy. Trevor's favorite team from last year, as seen on our posters uh, yeah. and our cover, <laughs> the Hartford Whalers. They're bringing back the jerseys but white this year, and they're bringing back the Cooperalls. I think I saw they were bringing oh, pants back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Trevor, on our little poster from last year, he literally has the headband and everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> the funny part. <laughs> Um, what do we feel? I mean, this is they only do this for like one or two games. It's Whalers night. Yeah. How do we feel about the the Whalers jerseys this year? I think they're better than the reverse retro ones because they're actually white, not gray. Yeah, I, oh, like I, I oh, agree. Yeah, way better than the yeah. reverse retros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like and this is probably gonna be the one thing I'm gonna catch some flack for is I just do not care. <laughs> it's it's a night, right? Like yeah, I don't understand like the infatuation with franchises that didn't work out. Like at a certain point, like I think it's history, but like yeah, I mean like, but like I don't know. There's a reason why people don't put blue and green together like that. <laughs> Let's just be real about it. Except in Vancouver, Vancouver. Vancouver. But like if that was such like a killer combo, you'd see mm-hmm. it a lot more, you know. So I so I don't get like the true like the aesthetic part of it, but like I don't know. I, I don't understand being fanatic about it. I feel there's a people weird, are fanatic about it. There's a weird situation of like so like the Kansas City Scouts moved to New Jersey and like New Jersey made a Kansas City Scout colored jersey and it seemed like no one in Kansas City cared. They're like, yeah, that's our team. Like there's actually a decent amount of Devils fans here because of that. And it's like, yeah, you know, like 
they took our team, but like we still like them. Like the Quebec Nordiques moving to Colorado. That Quebec, a lot Quebec, of people the wrong way. Quebec felt like they got ripped off because the next year, their first year as the Avalanche, they won. And mm. Quebec's like, what the, you know, mm-hmm. they'll you stole our team basically for more money. Basically what the Rams did to St. Louis, you know, except it wasn't the year after it was a couple. But I feel like Carolina and Hartford are kind of the same as Kansas City Devils. They're like, yeah, you took our team, but we like kind of uh, still so it's like more, you. more of a camaraderie thing. Yeah, like we kind of okay. like they're they're basically respect. Like so, for example, like I've never actually heard anybody say anything other than like they need to bring them back. I'm like, yeah. why? Well, so for example, no one, everyone kind of li- like the hockey history people and people in Hartford like these jerseys and they like that they wear them because it's like a remember. It's the they can see their Whalers again. Right. Yeah. So, so that's a little cooler. But right? when they did, when Avalanche did the reverse retro with the Florida Lees on the bottom, people yep. in Quebec were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" They're like, "No." And, and I thought those were like, I thought that was a top three reverse retro. Yeah, I thought it was, it was good. Awesome. But the people in Quebec hated, hated that because they basically were like, "We took your team. Who don't we took your hate? jersey too." Who you don't know? they hate? That's why they should never get. It's also true. That's yeah. why they won't get a team now. Yeah, the Quebec yeah. Nordiques. That's <laughs> what they don't. But they hated them too. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> it's always the French. More Jersey news. Seattle Kraken. Vegas Knights. Yeah, Vegas. Kind of leak. Are they doing throwbacks? No, they're so. doing the Winter Classic <laughs> games. The uh, so oh, the Kraken right. uh, Winter Classic was actually leaked by the Utah Jazz. So all the Utah Jazz did the. The photos, like walking into the building, they're all wearing the Seattle Kraken, what everyone believes to be the Winter Classic. Because so, is that a leak or is that like a play? I think it was a play because I think that's not trying... a leak. How do they get the jerseys? Yeah, I think. And how do they get the memo? Don't walk into the don't walk into the game, yeah. in the heat. and we're all gonna wear them. You know, I think what it was, I think Seattle not having a basketball team because the Sonics left. I think speaking of relocation. I think uh, they're trying to get people from Utah to kind of switch over. Mm. Which it's growing the game, so can't complain. Yeah, you can't. How do you feel about the jersey? I actually kind of like it. I think this is one of the best attempts at recreating a vintage logo that I've ever seen. I will, I'll go with that. For, for which one, Seattle or Vegas? Definitely Seattle. Well, Vegas has no vintage logo. Yeah, I know. Well, see, like, the Seattle one definitely looks like a... Like, that looks like an old design. Mm-hmm. It, they're kind of going off of, I'll look it up right here, v- the Vegas Seattle is, Metropolitans. V- Vegas, to do a vintage design, they can't be gold. They're, they, like, you don't see a they gold. They red the one year when they did the first year. This retros, is what they're going I, so, I mean, like, it needs to be more yellow, a more muted, like, older Maybe. tone of yellow that would be more likely to be used. Like the Bruins yellow that they use right now, just, like, very dingy. Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the screen right here is the original one and only Seattle Metropolitans jersey that they used in like 1915. Oh, that's a good homage to it. So this is the first team that was in Seattle, and then they kind of fell apart because of funding and stuff in the like the 19, like mid 1920s, I think. I will say that putting Seattle in that S is terrible. Well, that, that was that, that was kind of the style though back in the day. Well, it's it. It hurts my eyes. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It hurts my eyes. But, ba- but they basically did the exact same thing yeah, except yeah, they, they, it's yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they did a great... Like, I will say Vegas, I think, has a very nice-looking jersey. 
Yeah, it looks, it looks good. It looks it like look, a be a pro jersey on NXT. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look vintage to no. me. Again, it's too gold. They're using what? vintage colors, but they're not. I have not seen that this cream. Jersey. Everyone Someone uses this cream. Jersey. Oh, I really hope it's not that. Is it really that? It is really it's, those. It's probably going to be that. That's the leak. No, it might change. I really hope a it's not. Bit. But it's kind of funny that was that them. Was that them like testing it out? I don't know. Well, Wait. you have. I mean, it's been the Seattle one's been leaked on multiple things, so you kind of have to think. And it's also NHL branded. They yeah. got, they, they've got plenty of time to change it. So, yeah. yeah, Vegas, that one has the NHL brand on it, too. So yeah, I hope it got the really same. I hope it's not that one. That was too ugly. Yeah. Vegas, I mean, yeah, it's like it looks okay, but definitely looks it looks uninspired in the wrong direction. Like, I guess like they're trying Look to see how sick this, that looks. Though. Yeah, they're trying to see with the theme. It's, it's Vegas, too. It's just all over the place. It's not going to be the classics. It's going to be right, how can we stand out in different ways? But. I don't, know. I don't know. We just like jerseys on this podcast, so I thought we'd bring. Really? Some. Who would have guessed? <coughs> you literally have with the, the entire jersey. wall of jerseys you have the that worst we have. Jersey ever hanging up. Well, that's why we buy them. I know, right? <laughs> I wonder. If, I'm gonna. What people? Which jer- put in the comments which jersey you think I'm talking about? <laughs> what is the worst jersey that's ever been in the NHL? There's a couple. I, really, I, really <laughs> I bet there's a couple you don't even know of that I know of. That <laughs> I'm certain. Yeah. Can we take a guess which one you're talking about? Well, well there's like, some that are hidden. Well I, I have the well, I look at the one, the only good thing Mike Keenan ever did for the Blues, <laughs> which was refuse to wear that that sweater. <laughs> the trumpet. Oh, that one. <laughs> that's the only thing Mike Keenan ever. That's did a for legendary season. jersey. Speaking of roller hockey jerseys, that's a roller. Hockey jersey. <laughs> that's a roller jersey, absolutely. No, that like, gets rejected there too. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, yeah. Bad. Yep. Alrighty, so we've been going for a strong two hours now, but yeah, whatever Cody said or whatever Trevor said earlier is probably gonna get cut out because he wants to be a politician. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> it was just we were talking about you, a sh- you declined that really fast. No, we were talking about a show and how funny it was and how accurate it is, which led into other things. Yeah, and well, you were pacing around can you outside. What the show was? SP. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you know. Now you know what it is. But anything that we leave in there is not going to have a good feedback. Absolutely not. No, that was not intended for the show. No, <laughs> that was just to keep talking. That's for the that's for the Fanville Hockey Podcast Plus subscription that's coming out mm-hmm. on only on, on my only fans <laughs> on only stumps only stumps. Get stumped. So, anyone have any last questions? Sam Drew, you you were begging this guy to come back for freaking three months. Mm-hmm. You had to have at least one. You or had two like questions. two. Yeah, I mean they they were really like the the two that I really wanted to know. But if I had to ask another one, is there like a like a pregame meal that you do for like any of your activities? You waited three months to say that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, is there like a specific meal you're like, man, I gotta have this? He's like, yeah, fruit gushers. So I'm gonna answer that question with the question. Wait, wait, wait. Can you please say dots? <laughs> Do not say dots. That's an inside joke. I'm not a terrible person. I'm not a bad person. (laughs) Have you actually... Is that a question you just came up with? Or did you think like two months ago, like, I wonder what this guy eats before? Yeah, no. I I, I wonder what this guy has like a pregame meal. Um, I don't know that I've got a pregame like food. I will say that probably the most off-the-wall thing I was used to do before like hockey and stuff like that. He eats crickets. 
<laughs> I would take I would take a um, the supplement uh, Alpha Brain from Onnit. You familiar with that? I am not. It's a nootropic. It's so it's like a brain focus coordination thing. So like mm. I I found my coordination. Was so like way Adderall. Up. Not, not like, no. Sorry, as a person with ADHD, <laughs> the <laughs> way you described that, I <laughs> just <laughs> thought Adderall. So you're <laughs> shooting heroin. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so I, would, I would take a, uh, I would take an on an alpha brain. Uh, no, like this is like the type of stuff that you would take before doing a bunch of like computer work or stuff like that. Or if, oh, oh, hey, well, <laughs> you, yeah, you so, so it's no, good no, for no, me. It really is. Like it, it's a phenomenal supplement. Huge fan. Um, they've got like these instant packs. And I would put them into a Monster Hydro, which is like oh a Monster Energy drink, mm-hmm. but with like car- it was like it's like the middle ground between a Monster and a Gatorade is what the Hydro was. It was actually pretty yeah. solid, mm. um, in terms of like like it was actually a pretty solid uh, drink. That I don't think they still do anymore. No, I've never seen those yet. I've um, seen them, but I've not. Been it's been a while. Yeah. I thought he was gonna say a ton of energy drinks poured together. So that probably killed someone. <laughs> so, I, so I would put it. I would put an Alpha Brain into. A, uh, Monster Hydro. a Monster Hydro, and I would drink that on my hour drive to Winsville. Hmm. And you would just be so locked in. I would be fucking ready to play hockey, man. I had gas. I had carbs. I had, you had I, everything I, you my, needed. My brain was ready to rock. Yeah. Like, I, uh, that would be like my big, like, that would, if I ever did anything, that was it. I used to call it my lightning. That was my lightning bolt. Lightning my, a bottle. Maybe that's what the Web Warriors had. <laughs> Shooting lightning. Just drinking lightning bolts. Mm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> out on the beach, hundred degrees. Could you uh, imagine that, dude? <laughs> that, I'm and then also the I'm probably good for a banana. Surface was black. Banana. I'm, 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 I'm probably oh. good for a banana in terms of like a pregame. I don't like. I like to be full. Like I, I don't do it on an empty stomach. A lot of people do though. But I'm not gonna eat like two Qdoba burritos before. Well, yeah, just one. No, well, there goes your chance of doing a commercial. <laughs> no, if I say Qdoba enough, <laughs> you just hit the keywords enough. Queso, queso, mm. good queso there. Yeah, you see. <laughs> he gets a thing. He gets an ad on his phone. Become a Qdoba ambassador. Like, partner, ambassador. Or ambassador. <laughs> He's like, oh, I <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Fanville becomes sponsored. Then he gets a random Jeez. phone number and. It, the people pick up the or he picks up the phone. He's like, it would this, be, one of, the, he's it like, would be one of the most authentic endorsements I could do. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm just gonna be. Like, real I, I eat this every day. I, he picks up the phone. I have a, I, I've made I've made friends with one of the employees in Belleville. <laughs> they know your order as soon as you walk in. No, exactly he knows, he knows it. He knows it when I order it online. He's like, oh shit, Sam's coming in. He's like, <laughs> I love Sam. <laughs> but like to the point, like I hadn't seen him in a little bit, and he. Um, I show up the other day and he's actually there. I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, I kind of thought he just got another job. He, he seemed pretty squared away for that job. He's in a sling. He had a motorcycle accident, broke his collarbone. Ugh. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to actually just help with this rehab because mm-hmm. I don't imagine Qdoba's health insurance is going to cover a lot of physical therapy. Well, so how do you train? How do you train someone to get back into physical shape to make a burrito? Well, you got to start with the basics, right? Yeah. You got to start with wrapping. You got to start with your ingredients. Bring him tortillas. This is how we're going to get you back, man. <laughs> got to learn how to do the wrist. Side to side. He's like, that hurts. He's like, just go slow. Just go slow. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> See, yeah, it's because your hand at your wrist angle. <laughs> I already know what's going to happen. He's going to get a phone call a year from now because that's how it works with Sam. And it's just going to be some random phone number he's going to answer. It's going to be like, they're going to be like, hey, Sam, you know, we've, We've been paying attention to. He's gonna think it's the IRS, but it's not. And then he's gonna be like, he's "Are you here to rub it in?" <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, "He's like, so what are you really here for?" And they're gonna be like, "Well, we heard you have an OnlyFans." <laughs> and, and if he says yes, then they're gonna be like, "Okay, we'd like to offer you a Qdoba 
ambassadorship. We just want a picture of your stump in a bowl. Put it on I ninety five. I want the Schaefer special. Just guac. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> guac ain't extra here. <laughs> so. I can't Man. believe Drew's one question. <laughs> yeah, that was we had, when we had like. Well, little, I I always try to come up with some off the wall ones. I, I didn't expect that. Expect. I, I didn't expect. Uh, I, I'm one for a good routine, but I don't really have like that food mm-hmm. because I'm like I've always been afraid to get too locked into that. Because like, what if I don't have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, what if it's not available? Although, oh, for Highland Games, I would always get, I would always get two blueberry cake donuts. Mm. Ooh, lovely. That so you from know where. This is important. Usually, the closest gas station to the to the game. What gas station are we thinking about? What gas station do they have there that we know? Um, well, I mean, they're, oh, they're, it's they're, here. These games are all over yeah. the place. What's, uh, what's the gas station? Do you know? It was like I, Circle I K. I know at least yeah. one of them was a Circle K. Mm, Circle K In fact, you know what? That's where the tradition started. Okay, it was a Circle K, and I threw the best game I'd ever thrown. I was mm-hmm. like, all right. Just because it's fun, I'm gonna have the two of them before yeah. every game. Now you're superstitious. Oh no, little, little stitious, <laughs> a little stitious. Because a little, a little background for me is I used to work at a bakery that made blueberry cake donuts. Okay, and so uh, I'm, I'm, you've probably heard of them since you live around Belleville uh, Wood Bakery. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not like blue. super familiar, nope. but I think like it's, it's in the O'Fallon, O'Fallon area. O'Fallon. Gotcha. But we like so the, no. that place delivers pretty much <laughs> everywhere in like the area for like donuts for oh, gas stations. Gotcha. How come and we so, never got any of these donuts? You never asked. And we also do this at night. Yeah. But we also did it in the morning too when he was working there. I'm sorry. Do you guys yeah. put a time limit on when you have blueberry cake donuts? No, we're just saying the oh, morning okay. would be helpful. I just want to be clear. Or like you know the thought of like oh I work there maybe the guys want some. Just mm-hmm. the thought this the thought that counts. Yeah. The or problem I'm is like, we're not priority one. No, we're not. Yeah, that was the issue. <laughs> now, now it's now priorities low number changed. two. <laughs> now, now that I've stopped working there, priorities <laughs> have changed, and now we can't have donuts. Yeah. Ah, thanks, Drew. And I will say when we did our ah, little, yeah, probably still get some. When we did our little pre-season um, meetings of who we were trying to get on, we're like going through contacts and it's like he's you know bringing names to the table, Drew's bringing names to the table. I was like, I was like to be honest with you, I go, it's been a while since we had Sam. I want to do like a ketchup thing before I even got that out of my mouth. Drew's like, yeah, I'll be here for that episode. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorites to listen yeah. to. Thank you. So like, it's kind of cool because that was an that was the first podcast that I got invited onto that wasn't some way, shape, or form, strength conditioning related. So I got to talk, I think this was the first time I got to talk about like a, a different passion. Mm-hmm. So like that, that was like just a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Um, but also I've done a lot of like personal work since then to try to understand myself and my story and all that better. And I've, my guess is the presentation is much different Yeah. Th- this time around just because of how much more comfortable I've gotten in this setting. Like mm-hmm. again, Listen to listen to yourself in episode one, and listen to yourself mm. in the last it's one. It's so guarantee. different. Yeah. It's it's weird, right? Like your voice is a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I, I talk like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, you hear yourself for the first time, and you're like, I sound like that. That guy's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounds awful. Yeah. All right. Well, just like last time, we appreciate you, you know, spending time with us and you know, sharing stories and some laughs with us. And answering uh, Drew's hot take questions. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Just my, sitting my next very to Drew, off the wall. Yeah, sitting I'm next to trying, Drew was I'm good. Just trying enough. to figure out if there's anything else I need to manifest before we sign off. Well, well you know what? <laughs> million dollars, million dollars, Here million we go. dollars. Since we since we had this Toyota, conversation, get at me. <laughs> Toyota. There we go. 
I want to drive my Toyota to my Qdoba commercial. <laughs> have a cross and have that another commercial. Have be, a like, cross brand. Be a Toyota it's, commercial. It's like the Rick and Morty episode where he does the interdimensional. <laughs> He's like, wait a second, is the commercial done? He's like, just driving in traffic. He's like, I think it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got doors here. <laughs> 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 oh, I haven't seen Rick and Morty in forever. Oh, I know they came with a new season. There's a new season coming out right now. I, I, can't, I don't have Hulu Live. So I can't watch it yet. Oh, you ever yeah. watch Shorzy? Yeah. Oh. I, that's a show. <laughs> you, know what, you, know, yeah. you know what was funny that's about that one? one? It was so much more of a good show than you expected it to be if you watched Letterkenny. Oh, my God. You thought it was just going to be that character just going hard for the whole episode. It's like, no, they actually like dove into like hockey culture like oh, in like a more dude. like wholesome way. That's can so you funny. watch it? I haven't watched it. Can you watch it without watching Letterkenny? Yes. Yeah, you can. Like it 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 you it can, but it helps. Because okay. then, like, you understand the actual like, I've seen, more. I've seen Letterkenny, obviously. I just didn't. People talk to me about it. I'm like, I have not watched it, so don't It's, funny. it's just a lot better. It's a lot more quality of a show than you mm-hmm. think it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny when people ask. I've seen the clips of it. Like, when parents yeah. ask, like, is that really what hockey's like? Like, the play? No. The locker room? 100% Absolutely. yes. <laughs> well, of course, I'm going to have a stick, but, like, we hand out the game stick. Yeah, so who's but gonna like, have the stick first? Thing. But well, we also so, so like does like the player of the game does he like hand out the sticks or does he just get to have the first one? <laughs> like <laughs> like that whole bit, I just Dude, died. That is awesome. It's also the first time I'd ever heard a an ice cream cone referred to as a, a stick. stick. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> I was like, like what? Like, the guys get new sticks? Cool. Oh, oh <laughs> drumsticks. Like, well, okay. well, this has changed things for me drastically forever. <laughs> yeah. Now if I want ice cream cones, like yeah, I get a stick. What? I want, I want a game stick. Yeah, I want a game stick. Dude, game there's st- little things like that, like little sayings and stuff like that. We had a kid that I played college with, and he used to quote like, it all the time. Yeah, like the the days that I'd be back up and sitting on the bench, he would like sit there and just stalk the other team's like face, like literally. And he'd come up with things to say to him on the ice. So if anyone had like a thick mustache, He'd be he'd be like that guy's got a fucking cookie duster. <laughs> so now every single time I, I work at the dealership, like taking photos, and like one of the guys there has a good mustache, and I just accidentally said to him, I was like, "That's a cookie duster, man." <laughs> and he goes, "What?" I go, <laughs> "I go like your mustache, like when you put your cookie in your mouth and it dusts." <laughs> and he's like. What? I was like, sorry, I play I never, hockey. I, I, you know, I think I have heard Cookie Duster once, yeah. and it might have been on Letterkenny, Shorzy, or something oh like gosh. that. I've heard Flavor Flavor Saver is the one yeah. that I, I'll like lean Flavor into. Flavor Saver is the one I've heard the most. I'll, I'll lean into Flavor Saver, but that's only whenever she's telling me that my my, my beard's dirty. I was mm. like, or it's saving. Or it's saving. <laughs> Don't have to cook later. Thanks for there making dinner go. so Mine. good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, I'm having it a second time. Later on, that's a midnight snack, just... Mm, done. Yeah, wake up mill night. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> oh, All right, shit. you're going to sign we have, off We have song? truly run out of steam. I know. Yeah, I'm, oh, man. Oof. We're huffing and puffing. Anyway. <laughs> it's like we have the desire to keep going, but we have nothing left. Mm. Yeah, it's just like, All right, we're, we're like, right now we're Drew on the back check. We're <gasps> <laughs> And on that note, that has been episode 85. We want to thank Sam for joining us again. But tune in next time where we are will be episode 86. Goodbye. 14 away. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for everything NHL. You can follow the show on Instagram at Fanville Podcast. If you'd like to rep the Ville, go to shopfanville.myspreadshop.com or hit the link in our Instagram bio.